Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am your host, Andy Ruther. Coming to you live on this Sunday evening from the Smut Studio in Venice Beach, California, with my co-host, fresh off his birthday, Joey No Chill Prano. Hello, Andy. What's going on, buddy? Not too much. Sunday evening. When's the last time we did a Sunday evening? We've been doing them lately. Have we? Yeah. I can't keep track. Yeah. Well, great to be here. Got the sirens from the police. Instantly blaring yeah. when we go live. Fourth of July weekend, not over. They're probably off to some f- illegal fireworks activity. Oh, fireworks are nonstop around here. At what point is it not okay to shoot off a firework? Um, I think it's illegal 100% of the time. No, like at what point from just a societal, like how we're judging it, like when? how long can you shoot them off? Like are you get a pass today? Today's July 7th. I actually don't, and I'm not trying to be Captain No Fun here or whatever, but, like, I don't think you should be setting off fireworks in the fucking city. Like, if you're if you're a guy who wants to get fireworks, like, go do that shit. Like, put them all out yeah. there. Like, I, what is the end game here for the guy that sets off fireworks, like, on my block? Yeah. Or on Mildred? Like, what? It's a good point. You're not doing it for a show. You're not doing it for, like, a... You're you're literally doing it so like the neighborhood hears it. That's a bad reason to waste fireworks. I like I enjoy fireworks. At, you know I don't go to like a fireworks show, but like yeah, I liked blowing shit up as a kid. But like you do it to blow shit up, or you do it to like cause mayhem, or yeah. you do it to put on a show for people. But you don't just do it to like annoy the neighbors, right? Well, That's a weird thing. You bring up a good point, and I actually I it's a waste of fireworks if you ask me. I tweeted. On July 4th, that night, that I think fireworks in general are boring and overrated. Yeah, I I tend to agree with you. Like, I don't know, just the thought, it it was funny, you know, they do the fireworks here in Marina Del Rey, and after the pool party, a lot of people were hopping on their bicycles to go, and my friend Brad, who was over, we laughed, because a bunch of the group said, hey, are you guys going to go see the fireworks? And I was kind of an asshole, and I said it in a condescending manner. I said, I'm an adult. No. I'm not hopping on my bicycle, fighting traffic, like bicycle traffic, with car traffic. When's the last great, like, fireworks, like, update? When they started doing, like, smiley faces 20 years ago? But that's what I'm saying. Like, when they start putting fucking words and shit in the sky, like, I'm in. Like, people were like, oh, Dodgers, you know, Friday games in the summer. Like, I've seen it, though. That's what I'm saying. Fireworks show. I'm, I'm going to sit in the stadium after the game for the fireworks? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fireworks. When they start doing, like, Kawhi's face. Yeah. You know? Now I'm like, okay. L.A. Got Kawhi. They're doing Kawhi's yeah. face. Okay. But, like, the smiling face, the fucking. I've seen, I've seen every type of firework now. Yeah. Now, if you're going to do it to, like, blow some shit up. Or you're going to do it like you're going to put on a show in your backyard for like the neighborhood kids. Okay. 
But like to set it off down outside my fucking apartment. You're just, it's a safety hazard. I'm not a fucking safety hazard. It's just like, seems like a waste to me. Yeah. Give that to a kid. Let him blow up a mailbox. <laughs> right? Causing mayhem with that shit. You're just causing noise. Yeah. Let's bring in uh, our intern. Old White Claw. Oh, White Claw twerks with wolves. What, what, what does he have to say about this? You know, actually, I think we, we need to have a little pep talk, Aaron. I think I think maybe. Oh, we're bringing. Oh, well, look at that. Uh, j- j- join. You were that. just talking about getting rid of the couch, and now we're already inviting a guest in. Suddenly, we need the couch again. Well, just be careful. Take your time. You're gonna need your microphone, Aaron. <laughs> what is he doing? He left his shoes over there and his microphone. All right, just be careful. Self-respect. I, I hope this works. I hope this. I hope the sound, the thing. I know there's a lot of wires going on here. Grab a seat, Aaron. You made it to the big couch today. How are you? The big couch. I'm doing good. I'm doing good, gentlemen. Uh, feeling good. Fully recovered from uh, my Fourth of July holiday. That I had a great time with the guys here in Savage Town playing some uh, pool volleyball. Um, you know, just showing off my athleticism and whatnot. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a great time. We met your. We met your lovely girlfriend. Oh yeah, yeah. She had a great time. Also, she said, uh, "Thanks, thanks for letting us come by and uh, and hang out and now now the enjoy now our let's time. just get to it. Yeah. How much of July Fourth do you actually remember? Uh, enough of it to know that I had a great fucking time. Okay. Now um, but my cutoff actually is probably uh, right around when I started getting ready to leave this place, which I'm not sure what time that was. But before I left, I just barely remember getting out of my Uber, and then and then I was home. Well, well, do you remember me leaving? Very vaguely, like I remember, like having the thought, like, like four p.m. I remember having the thought, like <laughs> later, Joe, and like I remember thinking that, and in my head, thinking, oh man, Joe's leaving, see you, man, and then, uh, yeah, that's. I, but I could not tell you that I remember seeing you actually walk out of of the complex. So you brought what well, you had been drinking, White Claw, your go-to before you came to Savage Town. You brought a lot of Corona, thank you. But but he, he brought something else, Joe. We talk about illegal fireworks. This was his little illegal fireworks to Savage Town. You brought the thing full of uh, liquor. Oh yeah, I did. I snuck that in here. What was it in? It was in like it was in uh like a Costco sparkling water water bottle. Yeah, just a little extra ammunition. You went yeah. like. You just had some vodka in there, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. And that's that was the thing. That was I, I was here, and at one point, Twerks goes, "Shot a clock," and uh, and so I take a shot, and then it was almost like he had short-term memory loss. It must have been. It was less than three minutes later. You're like, "Shot a clock," and I was like, "Does he not remember that we just did a shot?" So I took like four shots with you right before I walked out of here, and that's when I was like, "Well, I have some other." business to attend to this afternoon but boy if he's going to be doing shot o'clock every 90 seconds this he's not going to last very long i mean i'll admit hold on let me hop in here i guess we're having a bad feedback i knew this might happen with you uh with you moving over something i i don't know the cords i was worried because we've had issues with this can we hear it on this but yeah but then you'd hear it's connected so I have this plugged in for the calls. You would hear, you know, it's going to fuck everything up. Here's what we're going to do. Have you go back over there? Yeah. See if that Get helps. Get back to your fucking seat. I don't know if that's going to help anything. Because it might be picking up on all, some of this shit. I don't fucking know. I'm not a tech guy. Uh, not a tech guy. You don't have to fucking. But 
be it. Create apps. <laughs> but what I want to get to is the big question I have in my mind, Aaron. I don't know if you remember this. We're, did, we're decidedly on different sides of the fence here. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Did you have sex in my apartment? No. No, no, no. Aaron, I won't care if you did. By the way, just for the record, I've had sex multiple times in your apartment, I believe. <laughs> multiple? At um, least once I've had sex in here. I definitely don't remember having sex and in here. And by the way, I, it was a very similar situation. Pool party, we came up and we smashed. And then we went back down to the pool party. How's my, how's my audio? Just keep talking. Okay, okay. Um, I definitely don't remember having sex in the apartment. Um, and I'm, pro- I'm positive that I probably pitched the idea to my girlfriend when I was up here. Um, but I'm pretty sure she would have shut it down out of, out of probably nervousness. Uh, Fear of getting of somebody caught. walking in. Yeah, yeah. And also for the fact that she's like, this is my first time here I, and first time hanging out with the guys. I can't, I can't make this impression. Um, so I'm, I'm sure we didn't. Uh, and I would have been very, very stoked if we did. Um, so that's actually unfortunate. I wish this was more of a scandal uh, than me saying, than me shutting it down. But yeah, I don't remember that. So, by the way, the audio has been fixed. Okay. So, See, my theory was that you, I mean, you guys have been together for a while. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you were drinking, and you're young at heart, but you also live together. It's not like there's any lack of opportunity for you guys to have sex, unless you're like one of those people who are just like, we like doing it in new places. Wait. We're going to fuck at Ruther's. there's, There's a lot of things I need to address here. You've had sex multiple times in my apartment. Well, I know for sure one. I, I knew that time. And then I'm thinking. I think that was over this couch, by the way. Yeah, I think that <laughs> was. Yeah. I'm just trying to think. I think we're thinking of the same person. <laughs> um. So I think I know for sure that that I know for sure of one. That's why I'm saying at least one. Well. Okay. By the way, it doesn't bother me. Just, just so everybody knows here. I mean, that's why I was trying to give him. It's, it's definitely on my like to do list. I am now. on a team. Like, I am a team player when it comes to people engaging in sexual activity in my apartment. The only requirement, just don't leave a mess. You know, a lot of people have issues with it. Uh, but here's the thing, though, Aaron. You were gone for like now. Joe, Joe's manager, Randy, and I both thought you guys were having sex because you and your lady were gone for a good twenty to twenty-five minutes up here. What was happening in that? Th- now, was somebody taking a dump? It's fine. I don't. I don't. You remember, remember that either? No. I. I uh, you don't remember at all? No. I also think that might be an exaggeration. Twenty-five minutes. He wasn't gone for twenty-five minutes. T- text your manager. I bet she'll. She will confirm. I was sober too. Now I was. I know. also. They were drunk. See, they were drunk. There's elevators. There's different hallways. He can't find this place when he's sober coming in. Good point. I'm like, they probably point. went That's down the wrong hallway. They probably <laughs> fucking went to the wrong floor. Next thing you know, they get here. Somebody's got to go to the bathroom. They're pouring a cocktail. I mean, we might have gotten lost. All, I mean, all, all I can say is that day, as promised, I woke up, started crushing White Claws. <laughs> 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 and right away, my girlfriend hit me with, should we take a shot? And I was two shots deep before I even got ready for the day or got dressed and and then my day just continued from that moment till we were you know drinking no that's fine but yeah i I think there's this 20 minute time gap it's like an episode really wants you to have had sex in here can i be honest i kind of do 
I'm a little disappointed. I'm a disappointed in myself. Right I now. did. I did do. I, I although I kind of had a panic attack a little today because I washed my sheets and my comforter today, and I was like, dude, if he did fuck on my bed, who would do that? I don't know. And then I didn't wash them the last two days. Three days. I love that we're both having panic attacks about Aaron. I got two stone that night. I had a panic attack that he drove home. Yeah, tell. Yeah, I was what's like, up? oh god. I literally woke up in the middle of the night. I was like, oh god, how did Aaron get home? Because I felt like you were, you were like busy. You had a lot of moving parts over here. There was a lot of volleyball being played. And then I was like, oh man, I hope that kid didn't drive home. And then I remembered when you told me, obviously, that he Ubered. I was like, okay, thank God. Well, so so here's the deal. Just just to refresh your memory. A lot of people worried about old White Claw over there. Yeah, a lot of people worried. <laughs> old Red Claw. We're calling him Red Claw because he's a Native American. He loves White Claw. And we all know, I mean, nothing against your people. Your people can't handle liquor that well. Yeah. Like that's kind of. they took it away from you guys. It's kind of a known fact. Like, so here's the deal, though. I was playing pool volleyball. Again, everybody's drinking but me. Now, you know, I'm under the influence of some cannabis, but, you know, that's, that's not too bad. I look over and I see you standing but not really standing. It's like... We've all, we've all done that. <laughs> exactly. We've all been there. Been there many times. So I, I'm the only one to notice, like, okay, intern Aaron's probably got to get, get out of here because, you know, you're, you're a little fucked up. Also, you know, babysitting duties. I'm too big, too big into pool volleyball to be handling that, and uh, you and your lady were both a little little fucked up. So, but here's what I like about Aaron. I, I learned this quickly. Aaron uh, Aaron gets it. There's people who don't get it. Yeah, I, you weren't you weren't a guy who got it back no, in the day. No, never. Yeah, so I'm saying. I basically said, uh, so so what's the deal, Aaron? I literally said, what's the deal? I didn't have to say. Maybe you should go. He's like, yeah, we're gonna get leaving soon. Like me just saying, what's the deal, Aaron? Was like, yeah, I'm I'm lit. And uh, it was funny because you probably don't remember this. I said, you go, I'm going to get an Uber. And I said, you want me to order one for you? You said, no, I got it. And then I said, you want me to walk you out to my street? And you said, no, I got it. And I go, I don't know about that. And then you realize a minute later, I have no clue how to get to the street. <laughs> so I, wa- no, I didn't. I got lost. Oh, no. So I walked you out to Mildred. And I'm just lucky that like a homeless person didn't attack him. And then he lost his phone. And then he you left lost his your phone. phone in an Uber. <laughs> I, yeah. What happened? Uh, so I got out of the car. I remember getting into my into my place, and then I just looked at my girlfriend, and I'd go, I lost my phone. And she goes, where is it? And I was like, it's gone now. It's in the Uber. And then she's like, well, let's call and go get it. And I, was just, I just gave up at that point. I think I was too gone to really care enough at that time. And I was just like, get me out of this. I don't care. Um, Classic drunk move. Been there before. And then, uh, but then the problem was I couldn't get a hold of the Uber the next day or meet up with him. So I was unplugged from that time until uh, about 1.30 PM today. That's pretty awesome. What's that like? So no phone from July 4th until 1.30 today. So we're talking, you know, almost three full days. Um, I mean, it was, it actually wasn't bad. Uh, I was pretty busy. I mean, I was in Disneyland all day yesterday. At DS interns, what was happening? (laughs) (laughs) But when I got my phone back, yeah, yeah. I had a couple uh, messages I could use from the laptop, but I mean, I was gone for so long that it was just like, I didn't know what was going on. And then I was like, man, this is like, I actually was at Disneyland. Yeah. For the fireworks show, which 
actually was a cool firework show because they had all the the movies and everything. It was all this nostalgia, you know. And I was like, here I am, just a guy, just living in the moment. Did they do they do it? Remember in the old DVD covers, they would have like subliminal dildos. Do they do like subliminal dildos (laughs) in the fireworks? I don't know. I didn't see. I mean, I didn't notice any, but subliminally, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. So, but it, it wasn't bad. I'm gl- I mean, I'm glad I have my phone back. The first thing I saw was that video of <laughs> you guys sent me of Alex Morgan, which I was not prepared for. Yeah, we'll get to that later. Yeah. We can get to it now if we want. I don't know what video you speak of. She's uh, she's twerking. The, the, the women's team had a had a little fiesta. A, po- a post win celebration. She's going nuts, twerking, shaking her ass. Uh, a lot of. A lot of partying, the, the, you know, as they should. They just won the World Cup. And now, uh, uh, I didn't see a lot of Andy Ruther or Dirty Sports tweets this morning at eight eight a.m. during the Women's World Cup. Usually, a big event like that, the Grammys, the Emmys, you know, the Super Bowl. <laughs> Ruther hits it hard from all the angles, all the accounts. I didn't see. Uh, I didn't see anything go on. Did you watch the Women's Championship Finals game today, Andy? I full confession. I didn't. Here's what happened. We, we you know, we had a, an amazing Joe Prano birthday, 11-11 show last night at Andy Lazarus's pad. Yep, the Laz Lair. The Laz Lair, and it's always a fucking good time. Yeah. I mean, this yeah. guy. He outdid himself last night. Getting He got window burgers. And he yeah. ordered eight large pizzas from Abbott's Pizza. Tons of liquor. Do you still have that pizza, or do you crush it already? Oh, I got a bunch of pizza left, nice. yeah. So you can have some match of the show. Uh, so he did it up. Yeah. And it was a fun show. You came out hot. I, I like you set the tone. Oh, uh, with the pre-show? Yeah. Pre-show ramble? You set the, set the tone for the audience. One, one good racial joke in there. <laughs> Dude, you set the tone hot with the racial joke. I was like, oh, it's going to be one of those shows. You know, it's your birthday. You can do what yeah, you want. Exactly. I, I like how you handled that. And uh, it was a fun show. A bunch of our uh, our comedian friends were there. A couple dirt balls were there. Yep. And shout out to uh, t- uh, Tommy, cr- Crazy Tommy, and uh, and uh, what's his name? Fucking Padoti. But Padoti doesn't listen to the show anymore. Right. He, he kept making that clear. Yeah. Even though he said he listened to half the interview with Barry McCockner. He listens when he gets mentioned. How he knows he gets mentioned, we'll never know. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. There is no at was Padoti mentioned like there's at was Tug mentioned. Yeah. You know. Tug was mentioned. So it was a fun show. So he just happens to tune in when he gets mentioned. It's wild. And uh, just has a sixth sense about these things. It's wild. I don't know why he was letting everybody know that he does not listen. Yeah. The mayor was there. The mayor, yeah. And uh, former guest of the show, David Zucker, yeah, made an that appearance. Was, that was a legendary appearance. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the director of Airplane and Naked Gun at the Lazlair. So, it's so many. Yeah. But, but by the way, I, I went down his IMDb again today because I was like, well, this guy's done so much. I did ask him. I said. Uh, you see how I mixed in an OJ joke for him? Did you like that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, were you there when I asked him about OJ? <laughs> you know, David Zucker said I got to talk to him about OJ. You're like, did you have sex with OJ in my apartment? <laughs> He's I like, said, where is this coming from? I said, uh, I said David, have you seen, uh, have you seen OJ's Twitter? He's like, yeah, no, not really, but I'm hearing things about it. I said, are you, have you guys hanging out? Like, like he's out of jail now. He's like, no, I don't hang out with OJ. I'm like, I'm like, just saying. Hang out with the, he goes, you know he committed double murder. I'm like, I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm aware. Got to hang out with the juice. Allegedly. Allegedly. He did a podcast, by the way. 
OJ did? OJ did. I saw on his Twitter. The If I Did It podcast? It's like serial, but he just tells the story about his own murder. And then he goes, allegedly at the end of every episode. He's well, like, then I got in my car and I drove over there and I decapitated my ex-wife and her boyfriend. And now, SeatGeek. SeatGeek, the number one place to get USC tickets. SeatGeek, go see the Trojans. And then, allegedly. Oh, my goodness. Well, let's get back to the original point. I, I did not wake up. I was going to use a razor blade to kill my ex-wife and a waiter. Don't, 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 don't do I it. I definitely use that fifth trimmer blade. Don't do it, Prano. Extra sharp. Don't do it. I uh, I was out way late. I couldn't stop laughing. Laz was on shrooms. Uh, That's a lot. Your boy, why don't you? Well, whatever. Sure. Yeah. I don't think he cares. As if he cares. I mean, uh, God, you know, imagine he gets fired. He was feeling good. I was I was feeling uh, you know effects of the old vape pen, and I stayed till past three. We could not stop laughing. At that point, there was only five of us, and we were just laughing on his patio. And one thing that was brought up again is uh, Arizona. He is still denying that he flooded the Airbnb. Wow. OJ still looking for the real killers. Yeah. So, so you know. that was a whole discussion. By the way, I do want to mention Laz is insistent on coming on Dirty Sports to defend himself. Did he hint at all about his stance on what happened during Game 6? He's given nothing. He just says he wants to come talk about how we talked about his reaction to Game 6. He said uh, that we have... Disparaged him. And we've turned, we've twisted the facts around. Both you and I are are making false claims. Okay. Well, we'll have him on. I told him. No one's trying to make false claims. I I told him. And we actually also made a bet last night. There was a lot of things happening. We made a $100 bet. We shook hands on it. On on what? I said Steph Curry will never win another ring unless he's playing with Kevin Durant. Wow. That's, I, I'm not sure who I like in that. I probably like Laz, honestly. Just because a lot of, you know. Yeah. How, at what, like, look at how long Ray Allen was just able to be a shooter. True. It's a good point. It, it was a very impulsive bet. And then he shamed me for leaving the Bengals. There was, there was lots going on. Yeah. Just shamed me. But back to your original point. I just slept in, plain and simple. World Cup started at 8. I went to bed at 4. I woke up at 9.30. I saw they were up 2 nothing. I said, okay, they won. Went back to sleep. Slept until 11 today. Red Claw, did you, uh, did you watch the Women's World Cup final today? No, I didn't. Uh, I was... So upset about it. I actually, uh, in case anybody's wondering why the women don't get paid what the men get paid, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Biggest fan over here. Uh, no, I, I, I had to stop some stuff to take care of this morning. I had to go into work and, and whatnot. So I didn't get to see it, um, nor the celebration. Well, here's another reason. I know they have a lawsuit, and, and I don't know the legality of how that's going to play out for equal pay, but I saw a number today which kind of blows away why they don't get paid even though the u.s men's team is a disgrace and as i tweeted out tonight should be deported themselves uh get rid of the u.s men's team just end it uh contraction get rid of the united states men's team they're terrible no one cares i watched the second half of that game tonight it was in chicago 90 percent mexicans there so uh americans clearly don't care either yeah spoiler the latin countries care an awful lot about soccer but here's a quick stat for you that I saw on old Wikipedia. The 2015 Women's World Cup generated $73 million. 
The 2018 Men's World Cup generated $6.1 billion. Yeah. So uh, for anybody talking about equal pay, $73 million versus $6.1 billion. Yeah, I, saw, I actually saw a tweet about it as well today uh, that maybe, maybe uh, Red Claw can find it um, during the show at some point. But there was a tweet that broke down how much the women's world cup makes as compared to the men's world cup like you said what percentage of that uh the u.s men's team got versus what percentage of that the u.s women's team got and then what percentage the u.s men's team would have received had they won which they never will uh versus what the women would and basically what it comes down to is that the 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 U.S. women's team actually takes a higher sh- percentage of the revenue than the men take, as they should, because they're actually good, right? But it, you know, it it kind of proves the point again. Like, I don't give a single fuck what FIBA or FIFA or whatever the fucking governing body of soccer. I could not care less about soccer. In all forms, men's, women's, trans, is there a trans World Cup? Does that happen on the odd years? The trans, I don't care about it at all. You guys didn't watch it again. The trans cup has a very nice yeah. ring to it, by the I way. I don't give a single fuck, but. They play that in Thailand, the, right? Like the woke <laughs> conversations that we always have to have. Is anybody getting that? A lot yeah. of lady boys in Thailand. Okay, anyway. The woke conversation that we have to have is just like, it, this isn't a. Fucking! This isn't a sexism issue. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Well, it's, it's not a financial woke, issue. It's not a woke conversation. It's a legal. But no, look, sorry, at, not a legal, but it's a look at the way people tweet about it. Look at the. They're women just ignorant. Tweet. They're right. ignorant. But they're not because they know the facts and they disregard them anyway. Flat earthers. It's like it's like saying Scarlett Johansson shouldn't make twenty million dollars. Versus, you know, she gets paid that salary because well, there, that it's a great example. Like everybody wanted, everybody wanted that movie that Scarlett Johansson was going to be a trans in to get shut down because why should a female actress get to play a transgender role? And they did shut it down. And guess what? No one knows the name of that movie, and no one will ever see that movie because there's not a single trans actor that fucking draws at the box office. So that movie will. Either never get made, or if it does, never get seen. Well, it'll get seen at the uh, the Trans Cup in 2050. Yeah, in uh, Thailand. But it's just not a woke fucking issue. It's just that's what we should do. I I kind of like this idea. We should start our own. It'd be very woke of us. Our own Trans Cup. Is this for soccer? Yes. Still don't care about soccer. <laughs> <laughs> for that reason, I'm out. I'm out. Okay. All right. I feel you. I feel you. So I guess we're not doing a heavy Women's World Cup. Uh, Guess what, guys? For all the shit I have talked about you, I'm the only person who even fucking turned on the World Cup this morning. It was on before. I I watched the countdown to the game. I watched opening kickoff and then I fell asleep because I was like, soccer still sucks. Yeah. I woke up and they were down to nothing. They were up to nothing. And I was like, well, I made an effort. It's it, what is wild though is the excuses that I still see from the the U.S. men's supporters. You talk about flat earthers. Like again, I watched the second half tonight, and they just suck. 
Like, anybody trying to defend this, when the World Cup came to the States in 94, you know, it was 25 years ago. Like, they, they just haven't gotten better. And, uh, like, I, you know, I was just I was just mocking the men's team tonight on Twitter, and somebody came at me like, well, the Women's World Cup has only been around since 91. It's this is not. This but what is, is but what but what is that? I don't even know. I didn't even mention the but, women. But again, this doesn't have anything. People always try to take the wrong angle. Oh, men's soccer is growing. Blah blah blah. It's like, here's the deal. If you're an athlete, if you're a male athlete in the United States of America, and this is what's important in the United States of America, you have twenty sports that are potentially more lucrative to you. Yeah. Than being good at soccer. You've got baseball. You've got basketball. You've got football. You've got hockey. You've got NASCAR. You've got UFC fighting. You've got golf. You've got tennis. You've got all of these things that you, you've got esports gaming. You've got like whatever. Like if you're in England, you see how big the Premier League is, and you're like, oh, if I'm going to be an athlete here and I'm going to get discovered, super easy to get discovered doing that as opposed to being like a great English basketball player or a great Brazilian whatever. You know what I mean? Here, it's just that much lower on the hierarchy of importance and most importantly, uh, from a financial standpoint. So... You're not going to fucking grow up and train when the things that are put in front of you the most as being important are other sports from ESPN to Twitter to your parents to high school. Like find me the, the state that has a care for soccer like Texas has about football. Show me the state where well, high school soccer is as important as high school baseball is in Florida. Here's the thing. Show me the state where like it's as important as Connecticut lacrosse. Soccer is growing. It is more prevalent. It is they have bigger TV deals now, national TV deals. That's all true. It actually is growing from that perspective. But there's zero results. Because the best athletes are still going to do something else. Exactly. So you're drawing from a pool of women that are all the best athletes in America. And you're drawing from the pool of men that are the best athletes that aren't good at baseball, basketball, football, hockey, tennis, golf, esports, NASCAR. <laughs> I mean, it, that's just a simple, yeah. that's just like a simple fact. Yeah. That's how it works. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, why are there so many great American comedians and not as many great Brazilian comedians. Brazilian comedians because the majority of the comedy that's put out in the world is put out in English. So now the Brazilian comedians that you know are the ones that speak English and do comedy. Yeah. You know, like it's it's just you're just drawing from a, a smaller pool of people. Yeah. And at this point, all I can do is just make fun of the men's team. The women's team actually wins. And uh, no one thinks that the United States of America doesn't have the best athletes in the world, right? I wouldn't think. Look, I mean, look at what happens in the Olympics. Look at what happens in 
you know, look at just like all the major. You, you want to hear something crazy? I talk about the U.S. versus the world in sports. I was watching summer league tonight, NBA summer league, and uh, they were talking about how many strides. You know how much strides the international community has made with players because they have, without a doubt. But uh, Mark Jones, I believe he he's actually Canadian himself. Uh, Mark Jones, it was Mark Jones and Doris Burke were announcing, and he said, uh, he said, well, that may be true. He goes, the last two big championships, or like last two, I don't know if it was Olympics or World Championships and Olympics. He goes, the U.S. won the championship game by thirty and thirty-six points. He's like, they're making strides. We're talking about the championship games. The U.S. is still winning by 30-plus points. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it, there's a lot of factors in it. Yeah. Obviously, we're a superpower. We have a lot, you know, a lot of the best training, and we have a lot of the best whatever. And, you know, you can't, you can't take out of the fact that there is, you know, from uh, p- people immigrating over and also like the history of like slavery or whatever we have an African base here in the United States. Obviously we have a ton of great African American athletes, but you combine basically the pool of different ethnic backgrounds and different styles of sport and everything here in America add on to that, the training all like that's why America can dominate because you look at our, our basketball team, like our Olympic basketball team, doesn't look anything like our Olympic rowing team. Doesn't look anything like our Olympic, you know, soccer team. Look at other countries. Like, look at, you know, if you look at the Japanese soccer team and the Japanese basketball team, it's like, it's a bunch of Japanese people. You know what I mean? So, like, the thing with U.S. soccer is we have the ability. It's just that. Soccer's not drawing the best athletes, plain and simple. Yeah. Odell Beckham was a junior national football player and was deciding between, you know, sorry, soccer, football, soccer player, and football. And he chose football. Yeah. No, you're right. And until that part changes, it's not going to change the outcome of the men's team. And again, that is the difference between the men's and the women's. I might actually go to an LFC, LAFC game, though, with Shaboring. Tug is out. Can't do it. So it might be down to me and Shaboring. And uh, I'm going to be getting those tickets on Seeking. I'm excited, Prano, to go see a game. Yeah, you should be. Shaboring's a big fan. I think he even gets there on time for it. Really? That's what I've heard. Very un, very un LA like Yeah. Guys, what I like about SeatGeek when I before I go to the game is I've never been to the stadium. I've never been to their stadium. But what's great, Joe, is I can open the app. I can see exactly where I'm going to sit. It's color-coordinated. So I have a feel before I even enter the stadium of where I'm going to sit. Guys, best of all, SeatGeek will give you $10 off on your first purchase. All you need to do is use our promo code. So download the SeatGeek app and use promo code DIRTY today. For $10 off on your first purchase. That's promo code DIRTY for $10 off on your first purchase. And uh, I got a tweet today about a dirtball using SeatGeek. And uh, again, if you send me a a screenshot using SeatGeek, I will send you a couple of our new navy blue Dirty Sports koozies. Wow. Yeah. Now, the the mayor's lady had an idea about koozies. I don't know if you heard this the other day. Um... 
She's like, I like your koozies. You've changed colors, but what about a koozie? And I don't know how this would work financially because it might cost more of uh, a caricature of you and Joe. I, I mean, if, if you could do like a, you know, an outline, like a stencil yeah. in one color, I don't see why it wouldn't be similarly priced. Let's do it. Next batch. Yeah. We'll talk to our design team. Well, we should. You, you man in you man in the uh, you man in the comments over there twerks. Oh, Red Claw, you doing all right over there? Yeah, I was checking out the comments. I just want to give a shout out to a couple of uh, donations we got tonight. Okay. Uh, first one is from Fat Jason Kid, shout out. And uh, next one is from Matthew Olson. So yeah. So, I I, I want to read. I, you know, I want my condolences from Matthew. I want to read what he wrote. Okay. Shout out to the other Canadian dirtballs mourning the loss of our Lord and Savior Kawhi Leonard. That is a perfect segue. Thank you, Matthew, to talk a little NBA. Now we talked about this uh, possibility prior to them actually winning. We talked about what if they win and what if he leaves. And this goes back to a great question. Like, well, first of all. Is Kawhi the greatest Raptor of all time? Who else is on that list? Vince Carter? Vince Carter. Uh, David Stoudemire, maybe, because he was, like, first. Uh, Lowry. Uh, McGrady? Man, it'd be Carter over McGrady. Um, I don't know. Fred Van Vliet? <laughs> like, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm asking. Yeah. Yeah, he's the greatest. He, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just do it. I'm gonna say it. Do, like, do the Raptors? They're not gonna retire Kawhi's number. No, but they probably should. The, it's just a weird situation. Is it? I think it's weird. What's weird about it? that? He won a championship and left anyway. Yeah, I, I just it's fucking Canada, man. I know. I don't like it though. I, w- I would have liked to seen him stay, and that's fine. You know, he's from the LA area so he can leave but I don't know I just I don't know man I I almost like it more from a personal like legacy standpoint because he's almost proving like how great he is by being like oh I was you know a a, a not really a a high profile draftee Um, I ended up on the Spurs I ended up getting the MVP for the finals MVP, even though I'm on a team with probably, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and say definitely three Hall of Famers that were on that team with him. And then it was kind of like, oh, he's a low-key MVP, but, like, was the best player? And then as those guys start to retire and fall off, he becomes the best player on the team, but then he leaves. He immediately goes to another team, and the Raptors wins win one year. And now goes to another team. Like, if he delivers a championship, to the Clippers, even if it's one, the Clippers are the Knicks of the West Coast. If he delivers a single championship to the Clippers, his the- legacy is like that's a tr- that's a trifecta of. I did it with the Spurs, who obviously like a lot of guys have gotten rings with the Spurs because he was a piece of the he was a cog in the machine. Yeah, and then he went, no, I'm not. I'm a premier player. And you go back and you look at it like. Kawhi, the, people weren't like freaking out needing Kawhi when he was trying to get out of his Spurs deal and get moved. Yeah. If they had been, he wouldn't have ended up on Toronto. Like they got him for DeMar DeRozan. And, you know, like this wasn't a super like 
This wasn't a blockbuster deal at sure. the time. Now he goes he goes into free agency as the number one coveted thing. Which, by the way, the way he handled free agency just totally like it, it, it had a ripple effect through basketball. The way I mean, the just on the Lakers alone, the Lakers were waiting. the The Lakers didn't sign guys because they thought they were getting Kawhi, and that's going to change the Lakers season next year. Yeah. Really, really interesting how it played out. Almost like a TV show. Yeah, I felt. Well, I think what happened in the end, and it, you know, it's it's pretty much all but confirmed at this point. Is you know, there was always the option of going back to the defending champion Toronto Raptors, right? So that's like that's like his true safety net. That was like the school that's it, that is safety school, if you will. Then he wants to come to Southern California, and it seemed like. And again, people were saying this the whole year, and I know Sam Tripoli came at me saying I was like a garbage person or something like that. I predicted Kawhi to the Clippers when I had dirt ball slide into my DMs and go like, "Where are you going?" I'm like, "I think he's going to the Clippers." Everybody's saying he's going to the Clippers, but then when did you say you never said that on the show though? Because when we started talking about it after free agency starts to roll, is the Clippers have made no moves, so why is he leaving Toronto to go to a team? That is not upgraded. It was always, oh, Ke- Kevin Durant and Kawhi and so-and-so and Kawhi and this and Kawhi. They didn't even get – they didn't even sign some of the second-tier free agents. So why is Kawhi joining? And and that's why the Lakers were in the mix because they had a team in LeBron and they have Anthony Davis and they're in Southern California in the building that supposedly everybody's been saying for a year he wants to uh, play in. And – and that's where how it happens is, oh, if you guys get me this other star, then I'm going to come here. And that's what happened. They mortgaged their future going like they mortgaged the shit out of their future to get Paul George to come. And Kawhi ended up where he said he was going to end up. Where everybody said he was going to end up from the beginning. So but it was but it also got to the point in free agency it was like why would Kawhi go to the Clippers? If the Lakers have Anthony Davis and LeBron and the the Bucks are staying put and you know uh, this team's loading up and the Nets are loading up and everybody's loading up like why would he go to the Clippers? He's putting himself in a position where he can't win and the answer is because he was trying to get the other star to go with him. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. Why do you hate it? Because it's the fucking Clippers, right? And I'm just gonna say this, and I'm and I'm a huge fan of Kawhi, dude. You went to the Cleveland Browns of the NBA, and, and you know what people say? Oh, culture can change, and it can, and, and this could be the start of that. But I'll tell you what. Well, I think it started already. To well, be totally honest with you. Well, Lob City. Didn't do shit. But that was Donald Sterling. I think the culture change in L.A. in the Clippers is when Donald Sterling left. I think that was the culture change. It's the Clippers. At the end of the day, they've never even made it to the Western Conference Finals. And that's why I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what Vegas says. You want to talk about the Ruther curse? I'm going to put it out there right fucking now. They will not make the NBA Finals as long as they're the Clippers. They're a joke. No one in this town still cares about them. 
I, I don't care that they have Paul George. Everyone's like, oh, man. Like, Aaron was actually saying before the show, tickets are going to, you know, because ironically, I've been to more Clippers than Lakers games since I've lived here because, you know, it's just way cheaper. But people having, like, L.A. not caring doesn't have any effect on them as a organization whatsoever. I think it does, ultimately. Well, people care about the Lakers. And they sell out their games all the fucking time. And people, the, the Madison Square Garden has been selling out for my sure. entire lifetime. Doesn't seem to help the Lakers unless they have fucking Shaquille O'Neal or Pau Gasol. But let me put it this way, Doesn't man. seem to help the Knicks unless fucking they have Patrick Ewing. You're, you're, you're Kawhi Leonard. You're Paul George. You're any of these Clippers players. You show up to work at Staples Center. It's not like it's empty there, though. No, I know. I know. But, but I'm, just, I'm just psychologically. You show up to work at Staples Center. There's statues outside Staples Center. It's all Lakers, dude. It's Kareem. It's Jerry West. It's Magic Johnson. It's Shaq. There's not a single Clippers statue outside of where you play. You see all the banners. It's all the Lakers championships. But all the Lakers could, retired could, jerseys. Couldn't you argue? Well, first of all, all the jerseys and all the Lakers shit is covered when the Clippers play there. I know it's covered. But the statues, don't, wouldn't, couldn't you argue that that would be inspiration? You could. You could argue that. Also, aren't the Clippers leaving? They're trying to leave. They're trying they to get a new stadium or whatever. Where next to the Rams or where the Rams are playing yeah. in Inglewood. They're trying to get a new stadium for themselves, and that's fine. And they should. Ballmer has the money to pay for it. Uh, he's a billionaire. But I don't know, man. I, I just for me, I just I'm, I'm scratching my head. I'm thinking you either go to the Lakers with their rich history. LeBron's got a couple more years, maybe playing at this level, you take over, you know, the baton to be the next great Los Angeles Laker, or you go to the fucking Clippers. No one gives a shit about the Clippers. No one. They're they're a joke. But I, but I, I, th- while I agree with you in L.A., like the Clippers are never going to be the first story, the lead story, the same way no matter how good the Mets are, are they're never going to be the lead story in New York. No matter how good the Jets are, they're never going to be the lead story in New York. That's just that, that's just the way it goes with the teams that have more of a winning history, that were there before them. That yeah, were there, but, but, but even but, the, but I get that. I just don't think that has any effect whatsoever on them winning. That's fine, but I think... I don't even like those comparisons, to be honest. I don't like the Jets, the Clippers, or the Mets. The, dude, the Clippers have never made it to a Western Conference final, ever. Ever. They're the Brown. People can deny this all the way. They are the Cleveland Browns of the NBA. They are. But, you know, the Philadelphia Eagles of the NFL, the never won it. Like, then they do. You know? It they happened. Were, they were still making NFC championships under Donovan McNabb. They still made a Super Bowl. I'm just, I'm just, dude. But you're talking about a culture change. Meanwhile, you've got uh, a new owner. You got Jerry West, who I repeat, he's great. Is undefeated. He's amazing. He's done it again. You've got, and now you've got Best Kawhi GM Leonard ever. and Paul George. Like. I don't know how much more you want their culture to change. Their jerseys are different. They're going to get a new building. Like, what do you want them to do? Change the name of the team? Well, uh, first of all, the new building, that, that, I mean, that's years. Okay, but line. I'm saying, like, Kawhi might have been you're talking team. about a culture change. It's like they've changed the culture. Now you're just saying they haven't won, and they're like, that's the end of the, that's the official end, like when they win. Now, do I think that the, Clippers are a sure thing to be in the NBA Finals or to win the championship? No, I don't. Yeah. Um, I 
and and I I think one issue while here's the thing about the Clippers. First of all, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Doc Rivers is overrated, but Doc Rivers is a defensive coach. He's got Patrick Beverly. He's got Kawhi Leonard. He's got Paul George. Three great defenders. Three fantastic defenders. Kawhi Leonard and the Toronto Raptors won the championship this year on defense. They're, that's going to be the way they fucking go after it. They're going to be good. They're, they're going to be, be, be good. They're going to be real good. On paper, Prino, on paper, they're amazing. But they also have to win because if they don't win, they did mortgage their future. I think Shea is a great guard, and he's going to be good for a long time. Gallinari was a borderline all-star this year, despite having all of his injury woes. I mean, look, if you're a Clippers fan, you can't be sad at all about giving up Gallinari. That's just ha- something that had to happen contractually if you wanted to land these guys. Yeah. Shea, look, yeah, another guy. You can't you can't cry because of what you landed. But then all of the draft picks that went with both of those guys, if they don't win— like, if somebody gets hurt, or if somebody doesn't get along, or if Doc Rivers can't handle it, and we'll talk about why potentially Doc Rivers wouldn't be able to handle it, and if they, you know, it's a coaching thing, or, again, an injury thing, whatever, they are not set up to be successful long-term if this strategy doesn't work. Yeah, it's a very... Very high risk. Now, now do they have to? I think something like seven draft picks. Now, do they have to go for it? Yeah, I, I'm all for what the Clippers did. I think what Jerry West did, the guy's amazing. Like you said, undefeated. Now there all there is also this like conversation about Paul George just signed, so now players are just like we're we're just letting players just go like yes, I signed with you, and the mayor's announcing it as Paul George Day, and you're demanding a trade a year later. Yeah. Like at some point, at some point you have to be able to look at this because the whole the th- the thing in the NFL is, and I hate the you know I hate the fan that's like you signed your contract, fucking play for it. It's like, dude, if this guy shreds his knee, the team doesn't give a fuck. He's you know whatever. Well, basketball, they, football's apples to right, oranges. Right, exactly. That's my point. But like at some point, you got to be like, yo, fuck you. Yeah, we maxed you out. Sure, and and have a whole strategy around this. We weren't that bad. We made the playoffs. You just signed this contract. You're going to demand a trade? Yeah. Well, there's a, there's a lot of things going on here. And and, I, and first, because I do want to talk about the Thunder. But before we do that, you kind of alluded to it. An interesting take. Shout out to our boy, Tug Coker, because he sent this thread to both you and I. Paul George used to date um, Doc Rivers' daughter. He cheated on his daughter with a stripper in Miami. So this is a very interesting dynamic. This is like tabloid shit. I'm sure our boy Robert Latow at Black Sports Online, I've I've seen it. He's having a fun field day with this, as he should. But But these are some facts here. So now Paul George is going to be coached by the guy who he cheated on his daughter with, a fucking stripper. Yeah. Meanwhile, the Oklahoma City Thunder fans and executives and whatever is like, oh, you just found out Paul George is a scumbag? So did we. Yeah. Welcome to the fucking club. Paul George kind of a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. 
Like, I'm all for these guys, like, you know, the, the conversation of like, hey, you know, I just got to do what's best for me. It's like, this isn't a best for you situation. Like, being maxed out in the NBA is the best you can do. Like, championship isn't like a best for you. Like, it's a perk. And like everybody wants to be on a great team. But that's not like a, I got to do what's best for me conversation. Um, and Paul George obviously you know, feels that way in relationships as well. He's like, oh, I was with somebody, but fuck you. Somebody better came along. And look, Doc Rivers. Very L.A. of him, by the way. Yeah. It's the most L.A. shit ever. That's why they say nobody can settle in this town because you're always looking for something better. I I don't know, man. I, I also think, is there something to be said now Paul George wanted out. Kevin Durant didn't stick around. Now, I know James Harden was traded, but do some of these guys not want to play with Russell Westbrook? Oh, I thought you were going to maybe talk about like Oklahoma City culture because I was going to say, Andy, you know, that they fucking sell that fucking place out. Those fans love that place. Yeah. Meanwhile, their players are like, we're fucking out of here. So as far as it's also be, Oklahoma City, right? But as far, I'm just saying, as far as like worrying about like oh, there's not enough fans that like that uh, that doesn't seem to be doing as much for these guys as you would think. Like oh, the fans are fucking turnt. Like Paul George, like peace. I had one year of it, you know. Um, look, do players want to play with Russell? Uh, like, what about Russell Westbrook makes it makes you think that guys would want to play with him? I, that's why I'm asking. I don't know. He's, I mean, he's his like usage is out of control. He's a fucking, you know, he's another example. Like I have always criticized Kyrie. He's a two playing the one. He demands the ball, demands to be in charge of the ball all the time. Um, he's, you know, the the triple double chasing, and what and how does that how translate. does that actually translate into yeah. winning? And then you got. Mello came and then Mello went and Paul George came and Paul George went and Paul George probably was more valuable to that team last year than Russell Westbrook, but Russell Westbrook gets all the attention and Russell Westbrook's the one that's fucking jawing with guys on the other team and yeah, like I mean Russell Westbrook. The thing about Russell Westbrook is like I don't think Russell Westbrook is hiding what Russell Westbrook is. Like I don't think Russell Westbrook's playing the the Kyrie card where he's like, yeah, I want to come in there and be a leader and change. He's like, everybody knows what I do, right? Like I'm Russell Westbrook. Will he be on the team come opening day next NBA season? Um, I saw some stuff about him going to Miami. I'm leaning toward no. Uh, but I could also see them like hanging on to him and and like using him as a you know a bargaining chip like use i guess using like the the year approaching and and you know as teams are every because everybody's trying to form a super team right so what do you do like miami everybody's talking miami everybody's talking new york everybody's talking about like this is why the thing with the lakers is so weird not that i think the lakers would be greatly improved by like going like russell lebron Anthony Davis, but like they sat and waited for Kawhi to potentially come. And then when they didn't come, they started handing out weird fucking contracts to people that like 
no one was giving contracts to. Excuse me? Like, why does... But I, Excuse me? Can, can can we just revert back to last episode? I said the Lakers should sign DeMarcus Cousins. You said they should sign him for $100 million. Okay. They signed him for three and a half. So that was... Okay. Yeah. okay. Well, I might have been off a little on the numbers. He got paid less than JaVale McGee. I know. I might have been off a little. I'm not an economist. I don't claim to be that. I'm just a guy... Spitting his hot takes over here on a couch in Venice Beach. I'm glad they signed him. I like it. Yeah, great. Good for them. But also, why? Low they, risk, high reward. But like JaVale McGee? Did they need JaVale McGee again? Off the bench, man. Uh, terrible bring, signing. Bring some energy. Me. And Rondo again. Like, I actually like the Danny Green signing. Like, LeBron needs shooters. Danny Green's a fucking shooter. Like, I'm into that. Uh, uh, KCP again? Yeah, I don't like that at all. Yeah, Quinn I, Cook, at least he can I, shoot. I like the Quinn Cook sign. Sure. So so right now, if you look at the Lakers roster. But my point is this, is like they waited on Kawhi and then they panicked and gave out all that money. It's like, again, Russell Westbrook, maybe not the ideal thing, but like the way the league is going now, just because a guy is under contract doesn't mean he's not coming to the Lakers, right? Like if Paul George is one year removed from signing his contract, and he's going to the the Clippers with Kawhi. Who does that rule out in coming to another team? Nobody. Exactly. So if you're the Lakers or any other team where you already have like the makings of a super team in place, why are you handing out contracts at all? They don't have to fill out their roster until whenever. Oh, you're worried somebody's going to fucking take Contavious Pope off the fucking... Sounds like a STD. Oh, you got the KCP? Ooh. I think I got that in uh, Macedon, Mexico. Uh, it's just it's just crazy to me. Like, again, I... The I, KCP. I, or it sounds like something you smoke in If Florida. Russell was... Uh, how about this from the Vegas odds? I got high if, on some if, KCP. If Russell Westbrook had joined the Lakers, and it's Russell Westbrook and Anthony Davis and LeBron, do you think that they're the Vegas favorite? I actually don't like that. No, I it, I, I don't like it from a, a, a chemistry standpoint either yeah. and a basketball standpoint, but like you're still talking about talent. You still would rather have them over Rondo, right? I don't know. I mean, you would. I don't know. But again, you're not an economist, so you're not factoring in. The I'm not bucket. even talking about money. How are they all sharing the ball? I, I, I just don't know. Maybe Russ could play the two like he fucking should. Catch it, and shoot a little bit more often. He got to learn. He got to shoot better though. He doesn't shoot at a high percentage because he's shooting off the fucking dribble all the time. His usage is out of control. He just runs himself ragged and is shooting threes. That's why, guess what? Steph Curry ain't the point guard of the fucking Golden State Warriors. Steph Curry's not bringing the ball up. Steph Curry's running off fucking screens and banging threes. I think people are forgetting, especially in this town, the the Clippers, again, they're starting five, you know, probably better than the Lakers starting five. But I think people are also forgetting, you know, the Lakers have two of the top five players in the NBA right now. Yeah. Two of the top five. And, you know. Clippers probably have two of the top eight. Right. So, so they're pretty comparable. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. They just have a deeper team. A deeper team right now. We'll see. 
Somebody did call about Russ going to the Knicks. Do we want to play this? Sure. I mean, if you want me to fucking get I mean, I'm not going to get angry because whatever. But if you want to play it, sure. Why well, not? Because, I don't have to play it because you already kind of mentioned it. Yeah. I mean, this is this is a sort of typical, like, I would not be surprised at all if the Knicks fucking mortgaged their shit to get Russell Westbrook because yeah. that would be such a Knicks move. Like a guy who they think is fucking the answer, but everybody's leaving him and everybody, nobody wants to play with him. And he's like, he's the kind of guy who comes in and just plays well enough with the trash that's around him to like get you a fucking seven seed in the East. But like that's can't be what your goal is. Yeah. So it, I, it would be horrific. It would be, anti everything that the people who stupidly are saying the Knicks are trying to build slowly they're not they just duffed on all the free agents it would be it would be against even all that it would be so dumb yeah of course i could see it happening yeah of course it would be i i i would actually stop being a Knicks fan for that one i would stop being a Knicks fan if they if they mortgaged future picks and 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 current assets to get Russell Westbrook. That would be it. Yeah, that would be it, for sure. I'd be like, "Fuck you guys!" Don't talk to Andy Lazarus about that. Why? Because his take is uh, that he was giving me. You know, you you can't ever, no matter how shitty your owner is, we can bring him on here to talk about this too. You can't ever give up on your hometown team, no matter how bad the owner is, which I think is. A t- Terrible take. Trying to tell me yesterday that Mike Brown of the Cincinnati Bengals was comparable to the Warriors. I said, I said, there's, I said, you, there's no way you had 27 to 28 years of just. I mean, they did, but then they also got a new owner and changed everything. So this is, it's a lot like the, your Clippers argument. You know, it's like the culture changed when they got a fucking new owner who was like, hey, we're not going to be the fucking Warriors anymore. I just threw a bunch of money at Jerry West. He's going to come and fix the team. And guess what? He did. Because <laughs> that's what he does. That fucking lanky-ass West Virginian hick fuck is going to make the goddamn Clippers champs. Yeah. and if he Which, do- congratulations to fucking Chris Wilde. I'm happy for him. Hope Stan Tripoli fucking gets cancer from actually watching basketball for the Why first time. Why is Sam coming at you so hard on Twitter? Because Sam is in mid meltdown, he's going. He's going at everybody. He's calling everybody garbage. I saw that. Everybody. Everybody. He's he's Owen Benjaminning, for sure. And also, I I think I think you know the pendulum, like the the equal and opposite reaction. He was so far over here when he knew in his heart that Kawhi was going to the Lakers. And he was like, you should see him tweeting like, I'll stop watching basketball. Oh, Super teams it. are everything that's wrong with it. Kawhi was, Kawhi's a bitch if he does that. But then meanwhile, when Kawhi literally proves his exact point, which is Super there's no way to compete without a super team. Yeah. I'm not going to the Clippers unless you create a super team. Yeah. He's suddenly fine with it. So he swung all all the anger and everything and animosity he had toward everybody when he was definitely going to the Lakers. He had to get rid of that energy somewhere else. So now everybody that said 
Kawhi wasn't coming to the Clippers is garbage. Yeah. Meanwhile, again, if you go to uh, the Turndown for Never Boys who added me to their chat, it's a group of dirtballs. They added me to a chat of them, and they're like, we started this, and we just thought we'd invite you and see what happened. The first thing they said is, where do you think all the free agents going? And and you can see that on May 22nd, Kawhi to L.A., Clippers, Clay back to Golden State, Kyrie to the Nets. I said KD back to Golden State or possibly in New York. Middleton back to Milwaukee. Butler, I don't know. Four to five ain't bad, you know? Triple E, here's the problem with Triple E. But he did not acknowledge my tweet back at him being like, oh, you're going to start watching basketball, which I know you and I keep hitting him with. Uh, you can't have a discussion with him about this stuff because he doesn't watch the games. Right. Like, the, like plain and simple. Like It'd be like me trying to go on his tinfoil. He knows conspiracy theories. I don't. Like I casually see a few. But he's not watching games. Right. He's not sitting through... He's not sitting through a Indiana Pacers first round playoff game. I go to two to three Clippers games a year with Chris Wild. Sam Tripoli has been on Chris Wild's podcast. Sam Tripoli and Chris Wild know each other and have worked together. That never happens that he's like, Hey dude, I'm also here. Let's fucking get a let's hang out. Let's get a beer. Like I follow him on everything. I don't he's what? How many times a year is he posting from being at Clippers games? How many times a year is he posting for, that he's watching? How many times is he screenshotting the Clippers thing on TV? Like, I actually am excited for Sam. He will probably suddenly watch Clippers games. Yeah. That's exciting. Instead of yelling at people like on the patio of the comedy store or whatever he spends his life doing, <laughs> you know, fucking maybe he'll watch Clippers games. And good. He deserves it. Oh. But like... Don't don't call me garbage when like again, I'm a fucking Knicks fan. He's from New York. He's a Patrick Ewing guy. He's a New York. He abandoned the fucking Knicks. I I'm still watching trash Knicks basketball. I'm still fucking forcing dirtballs to give me their fucking NBA league pass fucking sign in every year so I can watch the goddamn trash ass Knicks yeah. through the All Star break. I've watched more fucking. I've watched more full Knicks games. Then Sam Tripoli has watched minutes of Clippers games. I'm confident making that fucking claim. Start to finish. But yeah. good for him. Hope hope they fucking win. Hope they win. I don't. Because if they don't... Fuck the Clippers. I want them to suck forever. My Clippers take is like the Browns. Like I want the Browns to just suck forever. The, to me, there's something about that one team, that, the the team or teams in each league, that just sucks forever. I kind of like that. Like I like that the Clippers are the bitch of L.A., the bitch of the NBA. Same thing for the Browns. That, that, and that's I'm taking the exact same approach to the Clippers that I am with the Browns. Of cool, you got all these great players. You're still playing in Cleveland, bro. Baker Mayfield's doing nonstop fucking social media stories that he just got married. Which, why are you getting married at that age? Like, f fix your life. What are you doing? Because he's in love, Andy. Hope you had a prenup, bro. Hope you had a prenup. I want to I wanna just put out something, though, before we proceed the show. I, I want to offer an apology. Um, 
Uh-oh. We've had a lot of NBA talk. And uh, you and I have both done this. So I want to apologize on behalf of both of us. We've used the term owner multiple times on this episode. and As an owner of the team? Yeah. And Adam Silver has now gone on record. And we've been waiting to talk about this for probably a couple weeks. He has been on record now saying that the NBA is now in favor of using the term governor. Why? Was, was the... Were any of these guys elected officials of the team? No, they weren't, but uh, it's racially insensitive. Is it? To a league where three-quarters of the players are black. You can't use the term owner because apparently the term own only is associated with slavery now, as in owning slaves. Huh. Yeah. Fascinating. So Adam Silver is, is quoted. This is Adam a dr- Silver is a cuck bitch, and I'm done talking about this fucking story. No, I want to repeat it. I want to repeat what he said. And I've agreed with most of the things Adam Silver has done. I don't agree with this. He says, I don't want to overreact to the term because I said earlier, people end up twisting themselves into knots, avoiding the use of the word owner. But we moved away from that term years ago with the league. We call our team owners governors of the team and alternate governors. You cannot make this shit up. So the the governor's box is the... uh, If you go to the game, if you go to an NBA game, and they say you're sitting in the governor's box, do you think you're sitting with the guy who purchased the team? Or do you think that suddenly the state governor is going to be in the fucking box with you? I it's fucking look. stupid. It's cuck bullshit, bitch shit. Fucking Michael Jordan. But what do they call Michael Jordan? Because Michael Jordan is a is a black man, is the owner of the Charlotte Bobcats. I think this shit is the most ridiculous, and also it's disrespectful to somebody like a Michael Jordan who fucking didn't come from anything. And became a billionaire and became an NBA owner. So, so to say that you can't call him an owner is the most ridiculous shit. And you know what a lot of this shit stems from? Do you remember Draymond Green a couple years ago bitching about it? No, I don't. Because I imagine that unless you make me fucking talk about it, that my brain does a fantastic job of blocking out any nonsensical headlines. But this isn't a headline. This is something they're doing. Who cares? I don't own an NBA team, and nor do I give a fuck what Adam Silver calls NBA owners. And honestly, I, I like, okay, so they're going to stop saying it on fucking broadcast? Yeah, I heard Phil Simms was going to stop saying Redskins fucking 10 years ago. Guess what? No one else did. Also, I don't give a fuck. I agree. I We're not going to stop fucking saying it. So... There you go. I think the problem, though, Joe, is my concern is just not just the NBA. It's like, where are we headed as a society? We're already there, bro. For headed. We're the, we've arrived. We've fucking arrived. By the way, remember the fucking racial, racial joke I started last night? This is the tamest racial joke of all time. I did a joke that fucking, what, black people don't pay their cell phone bills? Like... It's not even, it's like, it, it's like, 
if somebody said that at a fucking comedy club in the 90s, no one would even blink. Somebody said it, and, and that was the point. The point is, like, I'm not even fucking, it's not really that edgy, but everybody's like, huh, because it's like, what? A comedian's making a fucking joke? The joke was about, like, because we got complaints that there, it was an all straight white male show. Yeah. And, like, it's dumb. We're already there as a society. But, like, the thing is, if you don't get riled up about it and you don't cater to it and you don't fucking cave to the pressure, it really will have no fucking effect on you. Because guess what? Like, you don't police. that. That's the beauty, if you're listening to this, that's the beauty of you being a fan of the Dirty Sports Podcast and not having to only listen to ESPN radio anymore. There was a time where that was your option. You get in your car, you listen to fucking sports radio. It's like, for a long time, there wasn't even ESPN radio. Yeah. You had your local, local. sports station, station, and that was it. Maybe you lived in a place that had multiple markets. You know, maybe you live between Philly and New York. You had two stations. Maybe you live between whatever. Maybe you lived in New York or L.A. where you had, like, two options. Now you get ESPN Radio and the other option. But that's the best part. You have us. We're not calling anybody the governor because that's fucking confusing. I'm not going to refer to anybody as a governor. So enjoy the Dirty Sports Podcast where owners will always be owners as long as they're owning things. Yeah. What does Adam Silver call himself? I think commissioner is is a derogatory term. Certainly to the Joker and all the other people at Arkham Asylum who fucking Commissioner Gordon has fucking <laughs> thrown in, uh, you know, a it mental is. institution. It is. It's derogatory. Yeah. I don't think he should call himself commissioner. I don't think so either. I think it's also offensive to the— Also, uh, what's he commissioning yeah, exactly? He's apparently the the board—he's apparently just the lead— the, the leader of the board of governors who fucking who gives a shit you know what they should call him you know what they should put on his fucking door at the nba league office cuck bitch much better ring to it by the yeah. way cuck bitch uh, i'm sorry uh i know he's got a busy day is cuck bitch in emperor cuck bitch especially since he looks like the fucking emperor from star wars old bald ass fucking aids face <laughs> I'm not going to get worked up. Proceeds to get worked up. Because you forced me to do these things. I was like, we're not, can we stop talking about this? Uh, see, Prano, that's where I have my ability. That's my little That's my little ability I have to get you a little little worked up. Uh, yeah, we can stop talking about this because it is completely and utterly ridiculous. I want to do a quick announcement before we talk uh, Major League Baseball. Amarillo, Texas, because it's related to baseball. Joe Prano and I will be there. In the state of Texas, August 16th through the 21st, I got a ton of DMs. I don't know if you did. Everybody wants to know, when are you coming to Arlington to see the Rangers? When are you coming to Houston? Uh, real quick, to reiterate, we will be in Amarillo August 16th and 17th. Then we get in our car and we'll drive south to the Dallas-Fort Worth area. We will see a Texas Rangers game on, I believe it's Monday, August 19th. On Tuesday, August 20th, we will be in Houston to see the Astros. So, 19th, Arlington, 20th, Houston. Fly back to L.A. from Houston, the 21st. Dirty Sports Dirtball Caravan. Join us on the roads, the highways across Texas. And if you want to hang out with us in our suite 
at the Saw Poodle game in Amarillo. It's $75. It gives you access to the suite. It gives you food during the game. And uh, you can finger my butthole. Whatever you guys want to do, it's all included in the $75. Except the fingering the butthole part with me. That is not included. Okay. So DM us. Let us know. I might not even talk to you, but I probably will. Yeah. (laughs) DM us. Let us know if you're interested in meeting up in Amarillo. And it's not that far. We're we're flying into Albuquerque. We're actually driving. Yeah. So we had talked about it. We were like, we basically decided to fly into Albuquerque because it was the cheapest. But what I told you is I said, look at the prices from Oklahoma City. Look at the prices from like Colorado Springs. Look at the prices. Like there's a bunch of shit that's four to five hours from Amarillo. You throw a five hour radius around Amarillo, you're hitting a better part of that fucking country. Yeah. So if you're in any of those states, come on down. And if you're driving from New Mexico, or you're driving from Colorado, you're driving from Oklahoma, start in Amarillo and fucking caravan. Caravan with us down to Dallas and then Houston. Yeah. We're going to Dallas. We're going to Houston. We're going to El Paso. Woo! <laughs> the great Howard Dean reference for anybody catching it. Did you see Jonathan? Who I believe was the owner of a state. No, he was the governor. Was I don't know. I can't. Or was he a senator? I think he was also a CB cuck bitch. Yeah. Did you see Jonathan Lucroy get leveled? I did see that. Yeah. What do we make? What do we make of this? Seems like fair or foul. Fair. Now, now they, upon instant replay, this is during tonight's Angels Astros game. They said that. The run didn't count, and he was called out. Yeah. No, he's out uh, because you, you just can't do the contact shit anymore. But it seemed pretty it, – it, it didn't seem to me – like the way he was like leaning forward and he was sort of out of control, it didn't seem to me like he was trying to truck him. Yeah. It seemed to be a – Not a Ray Fossey, Pete Rose. Yeah, it seemed it. to be a very uh, bad uh, circumstance that occurred at home plate. With the way Lucroy moved to get the ball, the way uh, the the Astros guy slid or or didn't slide, just seemed like a whole bunch of things. So I would, you know, if you want to call him out there because we're not doing, you know, brain crushing injuries anymore, and you know, obviously Buster Posey lost a whole season after getting trucked, um, and that was like the you know the beginning of the rule. I'm fine with calling him out there. And especially, you know, baseball being a 162-game season in, in the course of the year, that one run is not going to necessarily make or break anybody's season. Um, I think that in those situations, you have to look a little bit at intent, especially coming into a playoff situation. Um, if if that run is or isn't going to, you know, change an entire season. But um, I certainly think that the league should be uh, – pretty gentle if there's any sort of suspension coming because I just don't think that you can suspend a guy if he's not intending to do it. Yeah. I agree. I don't think he's trying to break the guy's nose and no. knock him the fuck out. It was a bang-bang play. Yeah. It happens. Can we talk about these Reds uniforms? Yeah. What do we think? The Reds wore these throwback sleeveless. Yasiel Puig... He's a fucking inside linebacker. Yeah. I'm not sure Yasiel Puig didn't juice up and work out prior to taking the field specifically for knowing that this was going to happen. This is a guy who looks like he was like getting swollen before the game. 
I think a bunch of reds are on uh, PEDs at this point. Yeah. Did you see the the, the picture with uh, with Dietrich and no. uh, Michael Lorenzen? No. They were they were doing the the Rambo, I believe. Or was it Rambo or Predator? What was the this? Yeah, I believe that was Predator. Look how ripped Dietrich and Michael Lorenzen are. Yeah, that's when the that's and that was also I tweeted this out. By the way, shout out to Chad Cutter who caught this. And by the way, this thing this thing got a little traction on some of the news outlets, you know, the clickbait ones. Uh, he's trying to pronounce. Dude, you got there on the head. Did you watch this? No. The, Jim Day, who's like the sideline reporter guy for the Reds, is trying to pronounce Arnold Schwarzenegger. But he didn't say it like that at all. Dude, you got to listen to this. You guys throw on the headphones. This is so funny. Because he says it slow, and you're and Cutter's like, dude, he just completely dropped the end bomb. Is this like when uh, when Siri tells you to turn on La Cienega, and you're it, like, Siri, chill. See it? You see a what? Yeah, it's it's. Uh, that's exactly what it is. Let me um, let me play this. Check out Lorenzen and Hold on, hold on. Let me turn it up. All right, let's try this again. Check out Lorenzen and Diedrich. Remember the movie Predator? Carl Weathers and Arnold Schwarzenegger made this. <laughs> Dude, that's pretty bad. Let me rewind yeah. that. That's pretty bad. Carl Weathers and Arnold Schwarzenegger made this shot. <laughs> it's so not great. Bad. It's not great. Bro. Cutter texted me. He's like, never go hard R. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Dietrich is just awful. I think since he was on that pace for 50 home runs, he's hit like one home run. Yeah. Two home runs. Surprise, surprise. That's why they call it a cycle. One of the uh, I think he started his next cycle specifically for... The Reds were probably like, dude, we need to get him back on the juice. And they're like, what if we go sleeve this uniform? He's like, I'm in. There's this great video. Oh, I forget your name. Dirtball from Seattle. There's somebody made a YouTube video of Dietrich pimping home runs with different rap songs. It's so fucking funny because he's like the worst at it. And you know he's been hit by more pitches than – have you followed any of this? No. So – well, of course you haven't. I'm the only guy watching fucking Reds games. So Dietrich has been hit by more pitches than anybody in baseball, and it's not even close. Yeah. Because he's all over the plate. Right. And the joke is like he'll get bean, and then he'll stare down the pitcher where they're like – I was watching uh, which which Reds game was I watching? I forget, but it was you know it was it was an, it was an away broadcast team, so it wasn't the Reds, and that's what they were saying. They're like, this guy, this guy crowds the plate, gets beamed, and then he wants to fight everybody. Yeah, like, dude, what are you doing? He's on that juice, bro. Yeah, he's got he's got that roid I'm rage. I'm telling you, he's putting that clear in his hair. I, I think he I think he gels his hair back with the clear. Oh, the clear! I haven't heard that for a minute. Yeah, was that who's using that? Like Manny? Yeah. I, and I'm, I'm telling you, back in the day, I think uh, Chase Utley was gelling his hair back with the clear. What, remind me, and everybody who doesn't know, remind everybody what the clear does. I don't know. I think it was just like a rub-on steroid or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You just rubbed it on your body. I don't remember. Yeah. I'm going to start using the clear before we play pool volleyball, man. How much more pool volleyball did you guys play after I left? We played until... Sun went down? I mean, we played long enough that Margaret came out and played. 
Wow. 71-year-old Dr. Margaret. The mayor spiked the ball right in her face and said, suck it, bitch. Did he? No. <laughs> he went full fucking meet the fuckers. Or, uh, <laughs> meet the fuckers. It's like, this is... Jim, Jim Gray or whatever doing he's like as the old Ben Stiller movie meet the fuckers what is uh, it's, it's fuckers meet the parents yeah yeah and we played forever my feet were all cut up that happens that's fucking pool man you have such an advantage you, you notice that he, Prano has such an advantage with that height man when it comes to pool volleyball yeah we had some, we had some nice games yeah it was close. We played two back-to-back games where uh, you you know you had foreigners. Did you did you know we had our first? That was our first international. Yeah, where those guys were all from multiple Turkey. multiple glitter balls for the win. That that, yeah. that that then the other team won. Are we gonna get back on sand volleyball? Tim was talking to me last night about that. Yeah, I'm all about it. You know me, I love playing some beach volleyball. Let's do it. You want to uh, wrap this bad boy up? Let's let's sure. turn the headphones back on and uh, let's let's hear from the dirt balls. I would also like to remind everybody that uh, the dirt ball calls are 60 seconds. So I might be cutting some short today. I just, guys, like, I don't got all fucking day. Like, you don't got to list everything. Just get to the point. Am, am I a dick for saying that, Prano? No. You, why don't I, why can't I hear in my headphones? Can I turn up my headphones? I can't hear anything either. Is this any better? Is this any better? Yes. It's much better? Yes, thank you. The reason I had that so low, I'm having issues. All of my, uh, all the things connected into my computer are all fucked up. Okay. So we'll see how this sounds. This this might sound a little, uh, a little rattly. I don't know. We'll see. This first one is going to be for twerks because somebody's coming with a hot take about Alex Morgan. So get that mic ready, twerks. See, hold on one second. I got to crank this up. This is what I'm saying. All right, let's try this again. Oh, shit. Sorry. Jesus. Jesus. Maybe somewhere in between, Ruther? Maybe a happy medium? I told you, this thing's all fucked up. I just, my apologies for everybody who's ear. I just fucking. Kill yourself! (laughs) All right, now I'm paranoid. Let's try this again. Just calling because I'm wondering, do you guys think Alex Morgan is hot? Because I think she's just kind of overrated. So I'm just wondering, do you guys think she's overrated, underrated, or properly rated? Because I don't think she's really SI, you know, uh, cover photo girl. All right. Stay dirty, boys. Thank you. Full agree. Overrated. But listen, that's like, that's part of the, that's like, you know. You're, we're not judging her against models. We're judging her against athletes. Yeah. Uh, but like that's when the line gets blurry. Is like, I, and by the way, I'm totally fine when you put athletes in the swimsuit issue. There's a reason for that. It's the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. Why not have athletes? Yeah. You know, I even didn't even mind when they back in the day, they'd have like Reggie Miller's wife in there and shit like that. You know, like, fine. There's a reason for that. But like, we're not playing. We're not we're not on the same fucking level here. Well, you know what I mean? Well, here's my take. One, 
let's all take a step back and uh, let's realize a few things. One, I don't know even how to evaluate women anymore because of filters. I mean, I think it's just still the standard zero to ten no, rating no. scale. I think that's but, but how this, you... this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. I don't know how to evaluate any woman anymore unless I meet her in person. That's what I'm saying. I don't know with makeup, with filters, with Photoshop, with all this technology. Well, you have to. Well, first of all, I mean, have a brain and then be able to go like, I know what that person probably looks like without this. Like, first of all, Alex Morgan, you're watching her play soccer. So, yeah, like, don't. She's also like, give her a little bit of a bump because she's not in a magazine all Photoshop. That's why she looks way hotter when she is in a magazine than when she's playing soccer. But like. You can see she's out there. Yeah, she's got makeup on, but like, what do you need to see her in the fucking morning? Yeah, I think we need to. Also- okay, well, do you do you not? Can you not make a a general assumption on what that person probably looks like without Alex, makeup? Alex Morgan needs to sleep in my bed tonight. We don't even have to hook up. I need to just see what she looks like when she washes her face and then wakes she up. Probably she probably looks one point lower than she does on the fucking soccer field. I think she's very attractive. I think she looks very good in the soccer field. Um. Like spoiler, fucking, you know, if you uh, if you have Charlize Theron come over and wake up in the morning, she's gonna look fucking super hot, bro. She's gonna be a ten in the morning. I don't know anymore, man. I'm t- I'm t- I, I I don't like. I'm I'm being serious. I'm not even trying to make a joke here. I don't know at this point in my life. I don't know what any woman looks like, and I'm not trying to knock women. I just think there's so many cover ups now. Like, we got to ban this filter shit, man. You know, I've been on this for a minute. Now, Twerks, I know you're ready to chomp at the bit. So are you going overrated or underrated or properly rated? I think she's properly rated. I think you guys are both completely wrong. Uh, Wait, I'm completely wrong? The clear answer here is obviously underrated. 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 She's treated as she's a supermodel already. Yeah. How could she be underrated? I mean, she's a supermodel. You could be also like, great at soccer. You could say she's properly rated if you truly think that she's basically a Sports Illustrated swimsuit model that also happens to be a world-class soccer player. What I'm telling you... I think she can wear both hats. What I'm telling you is if you didn't know who Alex Morgan was and you didn't know... And honestly, you know, most people don't know the names of like many supermodels. I'm always going with the club. If she walked into a club... And fucking, you know, uh, uh, you know, f- I don't know. Name a fucking supermodel. Uh, you know, Alex Morgan. R- you're right. She's a soccer player, but also a Sports Illustrated model. But she's in sport. Yeah, but that's like saying Reggie Miller's wife was a Sports Illustrated model. Yeah, Just because they put her in the issue. There's also super fat chicks in the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue now. Yeah. Joe- so let's not fucking <laughs> let's not call Sports Illustrated end all be all. When when. Alex Morgan gets asked to walk the fucking runway for fucking Prada. We'll start talking about she's a model. But like, you know, if Kate Upton and fucking Alex Morgan walk in, you're gone. There is going to be a decided difference. That's what I'm saying. She's a super hot soccer player. Good for her. But you know what? All this stuff is relative, man. It's like it's like comedy. You might find somebody funny. I I just think because a lot of times I'm not. But there is a you know, there is a there's like a science to that, too. Like the way the guy's. There's creepy old men that tour fucking Midwest uh, malls and Brazilian fucking whatevers. 
to find girls with like perfectly symmetrical faces that like do it like there's there is something about like yeah er, beauty is taste right of course just like music is taste but then there's something of like yo the fucking rolling stones are on time and in tune and like like there's science to it too yeah i get that i just i don't know man like take somebody like me i think there are because there are there are so many attractive women in los angeles like so many you and I have had this discussion before, Prano. Even from me just walking or going on a run or walking from my place to the beach and walking along the beach, I see so many attractive women. I'm like, I don't know who's hotter. Like, that Asian girl's hot. That fucking Latina girl's hot. That white girl's hot. Like, like, And it's like such good diversity. My point is that this, I don't know who's the hottest. I don't know who looks the best without makeup, with makeup, without filters. I don't know, but it, but this again. So this, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. We've done this on the show before. Basically, supermodels are NBA players, okay, and then like super hot chicks are other world class professional athletes. It's like, yeah, fucking Steve Nash is like legit at fucking all kinds of things, you know. But like, the reason he is. Uh, the next level is because he's six foot four and he's in the NBA and he's like the fucking shortest dude out there. Like when Kevin Durant walks in a fucking bar, you turn like you have been in the bar with NHL hockey players and not fucking noticed. You will never be in a bar with fucking Kevin Durant and not notice. You're like that dude's fucking seven feet tall. That's why he's an NBA athlete because he does things like if this girl walked into a fucking bar on the left, you wouldn't pass out. This is Alex Morgan. It's Alex Morgan. You know, she just looks like a chick. You'd she's see cute. a fucking yeah. brunch in Santa Monica. Yeah, she's pretty. She's super pretty. No, no, I, I, I but agree. you're not gonna fucking freak out. H- hold on, I do agree with Prano's point here. If Stephanie Seymour in her prime walked into a fucking bar, you'd close your dick in a door to make it stop throbbing. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm trying to think though in my life. Who I've met, who I've been like, wow, she's. I I can tell you, I can tell you a few girls I've met who I've been like, she's so attractive. One was, what is her name? E's girlfriend from Entourage. Did our radio show when I used to work for Lance Bass. Yeah, she was one of those women in person. Emmanuel like Chariki or however. Yeah. I mean a ten. She was wearing overalls to do radio. I was like, she's so attractive. Right. I felt the same way about Christina Milian. Was no makeup. I was like, she is so attractive. Gwen Stefani attended a wedding reception at a restaurant I used to work at. I felt the same way about her. I was like, Gwen Stefani is gorgeous. Like, those are three women who I saw in person who I was like, they are. When I went to the Super Bowl party up in San Francisco, when I went to the Vanity Fair party, okay? Amy Adams was there. Uh, January Jones from Mad Men was there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, multiple fucking like, you know, da- like da- like uh, what's his name? Jerry Jones was like with like you know twelve hot fucking model chicks. Yeah. Whatever. Adriana Lima walked in and was like, "What are we doing here? <laughs> like this is a- supermodel." 
I go, I was like, I, I've told the story many times. I was like, I have to go talk to her just because I got to say I tried. I wasn't like, I need to fucking spit game at Amy Adams. You know what I mean? I'm like, she's very attractive. But like, this is a whole different ball game. So like, I'm just saying, look, Alex Morgan's hot, but like, she's hot for a soccer player. She does. She's hot for a, she's hot for a woman. And she's incredible for a fucking soccer player. I, I think I liked your analogy of if I went to a brunch in Santa Monica, and I think that's... If a- you walked by Alex Morgan on your... Okay, if you were at brunch in Santa Monica and you walked by Alex Morgan, and you and I was already there, and you sat down, you wouldn't be like, Prano, did you see the fucking girl in orange on the way in? You wouldn't like. You wouldn't need to tell me that. You wouldn't make me get up and go look. Yeah. If you saw Charlize Theron, you'd be like, "Why is there a superhero in the bar? Like, why is there? Why is some sort of weird goddess person here?" And by the way, she's not everybody's taste either. But like, that's one of those people. It's like it's, un- it's like undeniable. She's like super tall and super hot and super like her face is, you know, like Halle Berry. I used to yeah. obsess over. I know she'd be the same way in person. This is just this is just so disappointing. <laughs> what is disappointing though? Now, 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 but but here's here's what I find interesting with Aaron. He's just crushed. He's just got a crush on Alex Morgan, I, which is fine. But you obviously you're with somebody, which doesn't really matter for this conversation though. You now have lived in L.A. Don't you like see my point of and also Joe's point? If if you walked out of my apartment now and went on a Sunday to Great White, this little trendy place across the street. I think Prano's right. By the way, I also want to say something because I see. I think where he's coming, he's from from a place where he's like he's crushing on this person. I've had like, dude, I I was obsessed with Jennifer An- Jennifer Aniston when I was like in college. And I was just watching Friends all the time, and like I, I had a crazy Britney Spears crush back in the day. Yeah, I remember getting super into Lost and just being like, I will die for Evangeline Lilly. But like all of these people, if you're if you don't know that that's the chick from Friends. You're not turning your head. So you're saying it's it's a status thing. It's yeah, part of it. I, I think it's part of it is like you you you're like she's super hot and I like her and whatever. But then there's just like there's just like the fucking people that are so goddamn attractive that you're like. That's why like I've had friends and you've done it before and my friend Ned does it all the time. He's like kid up to whatever. I'm like you don't understand. Is you're not even gonna have an opinion. Like if you see a chick like that in person, you're not even have your your body's just gonna shut down. You're just gonna be like, what what is that? How are her tits so big and her face so pretty simultaneously? I don't know, man. She's always one though. I don't know. I know. This is what I'm saying. In person, you wouldn't know what to do. My dick would. I'm telling you, dude. I've told the story. I feel like I tell the story every time it comes up. Stephanie Seymour's kids went to my school. She'd walk down the halls, pick up her kids. Kids would pass out. Teenage <laughs> boys are passing. Like, just, it's like teenage saw, boys were like, no, she still like looks good. people I, seeing Michael Jackson when in his prime. Like, she'd walk by and boys would just like collapse. I I saw her last year at the Breeders' Cup. She's like sixty. She's still, you know, my brother's got some ownership stake. I was literally standing right next to her, uh, in that that whatever what's it called before you go in with the horses, the circle, yeah. or whatever, the winter circle, yeah, yeah. She still looks amazing. 
Yeah. Same thing with like Christy Brinkley. I've seen her in the Hamptons. It's like another like the scene in in fucking uh, family vacation in fucking National Lampoon's Vacation. That's the shit that ha- would happen to you if you drove by Christy Brinkley on the fucking highway. You'd suddenly just be following her car somewhere at sixty. Yeah, she's definitely on the list of like sixty-year-olds. I would. Uh, you know who these? You know what this list is comprised of? Supermodels. <laughs> There's a science to this. Their faces are perfect. All right. The only way to end a, end this show, you might have to close. I think you should close that window at a time. The Don't only, worry. Like the it's only, already this. The title of it on the thing is so ridiculous. That it's not going to get me that worked out. Somebody is trying to defend James Nolan for the New York Knicks. And he's not trying to troll. By the way, this call is very long. I, it's two minutes. I don't want to play the whole thing, so at some point I'm going to okay, just Okay, let's it. do it. Should we pause it at the... Th- like, we should pause it and that end it at the third incorrect statement that I'm sure this thing is littered with. Okay. This is a Jew. So I hate to be the guy to call. Don't just... Compl- Dude, for the 80th time, who are you? Who is Jew? All right, just keep going. No, but d- dude, we, I play your calls a lot. You got it. You got d- Maybe he's saying Jude. Tweet at me. Tweet at Dirty Sports. Instagram. Facebook. You got one of them. Who are you? I need to know. Completely laugh at me or call me a fucking idiot. Um, so I hate to be the guy to defend Dolan, but at some point I feel like he's not the reason why the Knicks people aren't signing with the Knicks right now. Like he's also the owner of the Rangers, right? The Rangers literally just signed the biggest free agent um, hockey player there was. The Rangers have been like a model franchise in hockey for the last 20 years. So I don't think it's him. And one of the things that um, the general manager, Steve Mills, who I think is the, biggest moron of everyone he's been with them forever and i think he's actually the reason why but he actually did an interview with new york one of the papers and he pretty much came out and said like we built this organization with black people with fisdale himself perry because the nba is full of black people and that didn't work like you think like fisdale the Knicks chose Fisdale. Right. No, no. Keep, I, I got to hear how this plays out now. All right. We're at a minute 12. But it, it, you said it's two minutes. Give me 48 more seconds. Like, I, it, like, okay. I need to see if it comes. I mean, it goes, also, the aliens have come to the door, so I must leave now. Over Budenholzer. Like, you know, you go back, Budenholzer's good because he has Jonas. But, like, Fisdale, what has Fisdale ever done besides have LeBron James say, hey, he's my friend, he's a great coach. It's like they built their whole organization around the fact that, like, let's just get people that LeBron likes and Wade likes that, like, the black community in the NBA, which most of it is there. So I feel like Dolan is, like, kind of recently stepped back and let these people do things. So I wonder, I think, Joe, you kind of touched on it. I know this is a long call, but Joe touched on it. I think the main reason why people don't want to play for the Knicks is the media. And Brooklyn, while it is in New York, the media is not a tenth of what the Knicks would be, whether it's a fan. Okay, so I didn't cut it off. He just literally my phone call was like, fuck you, dude, you're two minutes. What was that cat noise in the background? So the reason that it is James Dolan and 
people always talk about this, and anybody who knows anything about the way the system is set up in New York is James Dolan does not believe he knows anything about about hockey, which is why he has said for years now that basically he hires people to run the Rangers and those people run the Rangers. Now, James Dolan has a friendship with Isaiah Thomas. They're friends. He is the one that hired Isaiah Thomas to be the president of basketball operations for the Knicks, makes him the head coach of the New York Knicks. That's one epic fucking disaster that set the Knicks back a decade. And then you can look at the things that Isaiah Thomas did that set the team back, and it's like, well, he got hired because of James Dolan. Then James Dolan brings in Donnie Walsh, who brings in Mike D'Antoni, and he says he's going to stay out of it, but then he doesn't stay out of it, and he's still letting his friend Isaiah Thomas talk in his ear. And then they convince he convinces James he convinces Donnie Walsh that he's got to make the Carmelo Anthony deal. And he says, "I, you're the basketball guy, and it's got to be your deal," which is like the claim that Donnie Walsh has made since that happened. But also that da- James Dolan says we have to do this. But you're the basketball guy. So then, inevitably, Carmelo Anthony comes to town, literally runs Mike D'Antoni out of town, and and eventually, basically, runs Donnie Walsh out of town. Okay, then James Dolan brings in. Phil Jackson. And now the the reason that he supposedly brings in Phil Jackson is because he's sick of hearing that he is meddling with the team. So Phil Jackson comes in, and Phil Jackson demands that he has all of the basketball operations, which he takes and is terrible. But guess what? James Dolan hired Phil Jackson. The Lakers didn't hire Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson was a great basketball coach. He was also a great basketball coach because he had Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen, Shaq and Kobe Bryant. He's not Greg Popovich. The triangle is a fucking joke, especially in the modern era. He was talking about big old asses and stuff like that. So, yeah, you can blame Phil Jackson for that era, but also he got hired by James Dolan. Then James Dolan brings in these guys, and guess what? Through all of it, through all of this, including up to the new guys, there's always the turmoil and there's always the question mark of how much of this is James Dolan involved in and why does James Dolan love Isaiah Thomas and why is he covering for Isaiah Thomas in the lawsuit and why does he fucking why did he say Donnie Walsh should have control of the team but also is forcing him to trade for Melo and why did he hand over the team to Phil Jackson when no one else was going so it's always like what part of it is Dolan then he's kicking great Knicks out of the fucking garden and he's banning fans and people are just saying it's like you can blame all of these people separately But there's only one through line. The Knicks were fucking good until James Dolan came along. And then they've been trash ever since, no matter who's the coach, who's the GM, who's whatever. Because this guy always has his hand in it. And he's always, even when it works, he comes in and he fucks it up. The New York Knicks had a two-time coach of the year in Mike D'Antoni, who created something called Lynn Sanity. He took the guy who had never played significant minutes 
in the NBA before and has been nothing but like okay after and caused Lynn sanity. And they were like, eh, fuck all that. Is like, there, Is there a 30 for 30 on that, by the way? There should be. Because how is there not? What, what in a, just a, from an entertainment and interesting standpoint, just this small time frame of sports history was wild. It like, you can talk about it all you want, but like, he is the through line and he is terrible and the guys aren't signing there. Because now, it, does that mean that's why Kevin Durant isn't signing with the Knicks? I, I, look, I don't fucking know, but I know one thing: Kevin Durant didn't fucking sign with the Knicks, and LeBron James didn't sign with the Knicks when it was Donnie Walsh, and no one fucking signed with the Knicks when it was Phil Jackson, and uh, and all the coaches, dude. The Knicks have tried every Hall of Fame coach in the history of basketball. They've had Lenny Wilkins, they've had Don Nelson, they've had Larry Brown. They've they they've fucking tried it all, and they they have Mike D'Antoni, they they've been they have Pat Riley, but like they have been essentially since the Pat Riley era ended, fucking trash. And James Dolan is the through line, and guess what? Guys aren't fucking signing there. Yeah. There is a movie about Linsanity. There is a Linsanity movie. I don't think it's a 30 for 30. I think there's a doc. There's a, like a Netflix doc or something like that. Yeah. yeah. I, want, I want a 30 for 30. Narrated by Yoshi Obayashi. <laughs> I mean, let's like, you know, if you go to, if you go to James Dolan, let's look up his fucking Wikipedia. He served, he serves as the executive chairman and CEO. He's not the owner. He's the governor. The governor. Sports by, management. By, by the way, you know what? You know what's as you do that. Governor sounds more racist because it reminds me of like the southern, the southern like colonial plantation. Like meet the governor. Like you know, like with that accent. Like the governor is gonna come uh, and say some fucked up. Andy, shit. if you were to point at like the very last time the Knicks were good, the Knicks were good. Like good. What 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 would you point to? Like if you had to say this is the moment that like it's been it, that's where it peaked and it's been downhill since then. Well, again, would they make the NBA Finals against the Spurs in ninety eight or ninety nine? So the second paragraph of the Wikipedia page for James Dolan under sports management. Under sports management, the second paragraph starts, In 1999, Dolan was given an increased role in managing cable vision, sports properties, and is now the primary manager of these assets. Coincidence? So basically, what you're telling me is... The second James Dolan took over as the owner of the Knicks was the last time that they were good at basketball? This is why you and I are paired together, because the second... That Mike Brown took over for his father, Paul Brown, the Cincinnati Bengals. They've never made a. They've never won a playoff game since. That was 1991. It's the exact same situation. It's wild. Yeah, and you're right. I agree with you. The connection is Dolan through the last 20 fucking years. They have done nothing. They've won how many playoff series? One, two, 
maybe. Yeah, two. They made an Eastern Conference Finals with fucking Melo and Amari Stoudemire and lost to the fucking Paul George, Roy Hibbert. And they didn't even make that. wasn't even the finals. Semi, dude. Yeah, it was the semi. That, so that was the fucking second round. They won a fucking play. They won two first round playoff series. Yeah. Hotline is 310-359-8365. Shout out to Xander Royal. I see it's his 21st birthday. Yeah, Xander. Get lit, fam. Yeah, here's what you do, Xander. You get some White Claw. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's some white girl shit. Well, I, what is White Claw? I still don't even know. Like, what is White Claw? It's spiked seltzer. Uh, some would say it's God's nectar. Um, <laughs> it's alcoholic La Croix. Yeah, basically. It basically, yeah. It's, it's a, like a hard seltzer. So sparkling water, a little bit of flavor, and 5% alcohol. Low carbs, high alcohol, man. I've sold it a million times. It's not times that low show. carb, though. It's 100 carbs a gallon. Well, not, it's low carbs, I guess. Not low calories. calories. Yeah, 100 calories. It's sparkling water that has alcohol. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Dude. It's like a vodka soda, you know what I mean? Like if you don't like sugar, the sweet stuff, which I don't. Then drink a vodka soda. I mean It comes canned, Andy. Don't don't die on this hill. It's a dumb hill to die on. I'm really wanting Vodka to soda. Now he's gotta get vodka. Then he's gotta get soda. Then he's gotta drink the soda fast enough before it goes flat. Then he's gotta ice every fucking cup of vodka soda. Yeah, and if you want a really good time, you just bring your own little water bottle of vodka, no, chase but, it with the White Claw. Well, hold on, and then have sex in my apartment and deny <laughs> yeah, it. That's a, that's a hell of a 4th of July celebration. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. It's 5% alcohol? Yeah, 5%. This is a hill I'm ready to die on. I've just decided. Okay, so let's play this out. That's what beer is, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so let's play this out. You want to drink actual fucking liquor? Dude. I got a fridge. I, the, w- w- what? Are you having a stroke? No, I'm saying pour yourself drinks, and it's a way higher percent alcohol as well. And that bottle of fucking whatever you want. You want the cheap liquor, you want the Sky Vodka, or you want to pay for you know Belvedere, or whatever the fuck you want. Grey Goose. I don't know. I'm just like... It's th- not really, though. Th- it's 40% alcohol. In a, uh, in like vodka is 40% alcohol. Correct. Right? So, yes, if he was drinking a pint of vodka, it would be eight times stronger than a pint of. This this is my point. This is my point. It comes up all this shit. Typically, in a mixed drink, you're putting two ounces of liquor, you know, according to a bar, you know, recipe. Well, this isn't a bar. This okay. is the Smut Studio. Okay, bar. so let's double. Let's call it four ounces in a twelve ounce drink, right? So now a third of your drink is forty percent. So divide forty no, by three. No, no, first, no. First of all, first of all, this fuck this shit. This I'm just gonna. You're say. looking at thirteen percent alcohol. This is what this is what I'm gonna say. This is what I'm gonna say about all you fucking pussy ass white claw drinking bitches. You're basically there. saying don't drink beer. <laughs> no, no, no. But this is what I'm saying. Or, My or issue wine. with White Claw is the same issue that I have with people who drink the fucking Ultra or the people who drink their Jack and Diet Coke. You're drinking alcohol. It's bad for you. Just fucking man up. It's like me going to fucking McDonald's and ordering a double cheeseburger with a salad. 
No, just own it. I know the cheeseburger is bad for me. It's this this weird culture of like, dude, it's alcohol. It's literally killing brain cells. Yeah, but it doesn't mean it has to be bad for you in the like sugar sense or the carbonation or like the, 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 the carb sense. It's just such a like... It's, it's lame. It, it's like when I see Michelob, like when you see. But I mean, I I literally drink Miller Light because I drink twelve of them. Like you know, I don't have a problem with Miller Light, but it's like the Michelob Ultra. It's like you see, I don't get but, the. But Michelob Ultra is just the modern day version of Miller Light. Like at one point, somebody created light beer because it's like tastes great, less filling. And then when the light beer fad was like everybody's got a light beer, somebody had to come in and go, no, this is ultra light beer. Dude, it's it's lame for men to do that shit. So sorry, Aaron. I, I I'm I'm gonna go against you on this. I'm gonna go against. I think I know my little brother does that shit too. It's like I I saw the first time I saw. It. I'm pretty sure it was White Claw when I was back home, and I'm like, what the fuck are you drinking? But also like this coming from somebody who doesn't but, even. But drink. also credit a guy who doesn't give a fuck what you think, Mister Fucking Puerto Rican haircut. Like Jesus, let him just fucking do him. No, he can do him. But I'm just saying, just fucking drink Miller Lite. Why? I also hear your argument though about just making drinks in here but i i mean i gotta admit there's something so satisfying about the can like you drink it and then you know what you do crush it and you're just like Shh, just crush that and yeah. it's just like it just feels good yeah but but my, therapeutic but my point again my point it goes back to like it, and part of my problem is the ad maybe you should have been drinking white claws back in the day instead of being a fucking jack and coke guy you wouldn't have woken up on the fucking sidewalk bleeding from the ear maybe aaron knows that you know he likes to have fucking 20 of something like we all like like most people in their 20s do. And it's not safe to have 20 Jack and Cokes go fucking trotting around downtown L.A. No shit. He also didn't know where the fuck he was off the White Claw. So what's your point? He's alive. I'm alive. I mean, barely. I, 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 I'm just saying I, he I lost his he lost his Uber, not his ear. My, my Man, he lost his fucking cell phone. He lose. He lose. He lost his cell phone. Not feeling in half of his face. My my point is this: I I get annoyed, and a lot of it stems from the commercials. Again, this isn't just about white claw. It's about all the, the this campaign where they're pushing like this is like one of those weird things. Ruther just like no. He's like just. There's no convincing me. He's like I'm just I'm just not down. No 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 no. Just hear my point. My point is like I, obviously I watch a lot of sports. This is Tokoya Organica all over again. Cut to fucking eight weeks from now when we have a fucking. He's like I got you guys a variety pack of White Claw. It's gonna be dope. I got it at Costco. I saw they have it. It's no, that special. No, no 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 no. Again, like girls can drink this shit all the time. Or, or but even girls. It's this is my point. It's like oh, Sexist. it's like oh, I just worked out. I'm gonna be healthy. And have my Michelob Ultra. Dude, you want to be healthy after just working out? Don't drink at all. But but you're you're like acting as if that's not a thing like where people like to have an alcoholic beverage. Like takes the edge off. People like to drink. That's it's big business. And I get that. And I have no problem with people drinking. So you're saying as long if you're drinking Just fucking go all in so, on it. But but you're making kale salads every day. You're not just like I'm eating. May as well eat the fucking most delicious shit all the time. No, that's 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 not the that's literally not the exact same thing. It's not it's not at all. Why not? You're making a you're making a judgment call specifically on nutrition, dude. What I'm saying is, well, first of all, I don't proclaim to be this biggest health nut. I try to eat healthy. I also and so is Aaron. 
I also go to town like I did last night at Laz's because he had so much awesome food there. Right. What I'm saying is, does it really fucking matter if you have a fucking light beer versus just a regular beer? Yes. Does it- Especially if you're having 12 of them. No, you're absolutely right. That's why, and I've talked about this before, because people go like, people always call me out for it. They're like, Prano, the fucking Miller Lite thing, like the beer snobs. I go, guys, no one fucking enjoys like a fucking delicious like porter or oatmeal stout more than this guy. Like if I'm going to have three beers at dinner, I'm having a fucking $9 oatmeal stout. But if I'm sitting by the pool, not cracking open fucking Guinness and fucking pouring them and like letting them settle or like having an oatmeal stout or like having some crap. I'm having 12 Miller Lights. Yeah, but but again, because I, I think that's I think that's different. There's a difference. I mean, we might be really. Yeah, I'm giving up some taste for a little bit less filling, a little less carbs, a little less calories. Dude, but this is my point at the end of the day for all this shit. It's like, oh, I it's I worked out, so I'm gonna drink healthy tonight, dude. If you have fucking twelve Miller Lights or twelve Mick Ultras, you're still putting a shit ton of calories into your body. That's all I'm saying. I'm done. That's all I'm saying. Uh, yeah, you're just putting significantly less calories in your body than if you had twelve other beers. Can I tell you something that you're probably not gonna, not gonna like? Go ahead. It's fine. Um, so. Besides white you had, claws, you had. Where else did you have sex in my apartment? <laughs> no, no. Besides white claws in my house, I have the uh, the Costco sized pure gold, like the lightest Michelob Ultra you can possibly have. I have those as well. So Good. Mix it up, you know. <laughs> Make a great red beer out of those. Let me. I think I I'm fully in support of this. Honestly, if you want to be like as healthy as you possibly can. Like, the answer is drinking, like, fucking... No, no. If you want to be as healthy as you possibly can, you don't drink. There it is. There it is. The, the, these these people who are health nuts don't drink. They don't smoke marijuana. They don't, they're they fucking just healthy, dude. They don't eat pizza. Like, this is what I don't get. This is what, they don't... But you're not any of those things. I know I'm not. I'm not. So then what are you saying? I'm not claiming to be. That's my point. But, but you are. No, I'm you're not. You're making fucking kale salads. I'm not claiming to be the biggest but, health But I'm person. saying you're making adjustments in your life for the sake of health. That's all that Aaron's doing. That's all anybody that drinks light beer is doing. They're, they're, they're getting a couple fucking... Li- Dude, I'm going to have 46 Miller Lights, but no, it's just Miller Lights, man. I'm going to have 46 of them. Yeah, if this is the exact equivalent of you having fucking 20 slices of pizza yesterday and coming back tomorrow and having kale salads, you're like, dude, I went a little crazy yesterday. I had three burgers and 27 slices of pizza at Laz's. Maybe today I fucking tap the brakes a little bit. Oh, I can't fucking, I don't know. Whatever. Let's wrap up the show. This fucking alcohol. It's, dude, if I if I see somebody order a This is why you do dent reports alone, because you could just say this shit and then just be like, that's just a deal. No, no. I and say, people will fucking do it are dorks. So so you're saying when you see that person order a uh, a Jack and Diet, it's just like, dude, the Jack is already full of sugar. But don't even fucking get me started. Like, it, it, like forget forget the Jack. Diet, the, Diet Coke's going to give you cancer. So... Yeah, don't even fucking go that. But like, forget it. Yeah, getting it. We're not. We're talking about a guy who's like super fit. We're not talking about the fucking seven hundred pound man who gets seven Big Macs and a diet, a sixty four ounce diet coke at the fucking drive through. Kid's in pretty good shape. 
He's fucking. Thank you. He's he's drinking not, fucking I'm, white claws and 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 ultralight beers. This isn't about. You're trying to keep make this about. This isn't just about Aaron. This to me, this is just about the shit I see. It just makes me fucking laugh at the person who gets shit faced at my pool all day. Was like, yeah, I'm being healthy because I had a fucking. It's not being healthy. It's being healthier. Whatever. Fucking just drink. Just go all in. Maybe because I'm an all in dude. That's fucking like just fucking. But you're not an all in guy. You literally told me the other day that you like panicked and like were about to drive across town to just get like disgusting like dessert food at like pavilions or something. You're like I freaked out. I needed to fucking disgusting dessert pavilions. I was going to drive. It was a reckless decision. There's traffic everywhere. But then you're like fuck boy scrambling, no cheese. You're fucking kale salading. You're drinking kombucha. It's like, are you a disgusting dessert man, or are you a fucking? Are you drinking kombucha? But I'm not pushing. Prada, you're not. No one's pushing it. This guy's not. He doesn't work for White Claw. He just says he fucking drinks them. Give the kid a break. You keep making it about Aaron. I'm just. I'm a lot of my issues. We're only talking about this because Aaron fucking drinks White Claw. I just. I hate the fucking commercials. <laughs> For what? I hate these fucking commercials. That's what it is. <laughs> I hate these. Dude, they show these fucking commercials. They show these people who just they, like look amazing. And now I'm craving a White Claw and a slice of pizza. <laughs> but by the way, they show, this is what it is. They show these commercials. How do you, maybe it's because I have cable. They, you see these commercials non-fucking stop. Oh, they're trying to convince people. Yeah. I mean, you. The guy who's like fucking, like now, the, you're, now you're just angry at marketing. The guy who leaves the fucking gym, who is fucking shredded as can be, is like, yeah, yeah, I fucking, you know, I just want to fucking have a, you know, a Mich- it's always the fucking Michelob Ultra. And you're like, dude, fuck it, just drink. Because that's that they're literally trying to market to people that way. Ugh. I mean, literally, the fucking dude, like, this is the same people who are like, 4th of July, I'm getting the fucking Budweiser American flag cans. Colin Kaepernick's not going to stop me from fucking enjoying America. It's like, bro. What the fuck? Like you don't you, like I literally saw multiple people tweet like I drink Budweiser on the Fourth of July. Rest of the year I'm with this guy. It's like you just got fucking patriotically marketed you. How fucking dumb are you? Only hot dogs and burgers on Fourth of July with American Budweiser that's brewed in Germany. Who we we're celebrating the fucking World War II victory by drinking a beer owned by a German conglomerate because I'm a fucking marketing idiot. And I hate the calorie shit. I'm sorry. I just hate that in general. I hate fucking counting calories. I hate to fucking just work out. Just run. Just fucking run. You'll burn calories. That's another thing I'm against. This whole counting calories. I don't like it. Just fucking exercise. Just, just Like you'll be fine. Just fucking exercise. How did we fall down this? I, I you know, I. You're like vehemently anti White Claw. I'm sorry for letting this drag on. Just let the kid drink what he fucking wants to drink. All right, I'll wrap it up. Guys, that's the show. My apologies for anybody who had to withstand that. Uh, I should have saved it for Dent Report. Should've yeah, just... I should have saved it for Dent Report. Well, no one will bother you. You're just like, back in the day when I drank like a good Midwestern boy, I took my American made Coca Cola and I poured it in my Tennessee whiskey. And I got so black out that I fucking almost died. Miracle. And I fucking washed it all down with a big vat of chili. That and that's what real men do. <laughs> this is a real man country. I don't like counting calories. 
I'm getting destroyed in YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking embarrassing yourself. Joe Prano. I know you're going to Tahoe this week. I'm going to miss you again, man. What's happening? Tahoe, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I believe it's two shows Saturday. I don't know if they do two shows Friday anymore. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, definitely two shows Saturday and Sunday at Harvey's Lake Tahoe. It's the improv inside the Harvey's Casino. Um, honestly, this is the best weekend to go to Tahoe. If, you're, if you are anywhere near Lake Tahoe, and you've never been, this is the best weekend to go. It's the American Century Classic Golf Tournament. Uh, all the celebs will be up there. Um, I hung out with Barkley the last time, and Marshall Falk, and Ray Allen came to the comedy show, and Steph Curry plays every year, and Timberlake, and Aaron Rodgers, and it's awesome, and it'll be on NBC. So watch that, or come to the shows, and uh, yeah, so it'll be a fantastic weekend weekend in tahoe and uh after that we're going to the bay area uh monday i'll be off tuesday i'll be in marin county wednesday oakland thursday friday uh in san francisco saturday back in oakland sunday in santa cruz so check out my website uh for the details of which of those shows will be on many of those shows that i will be on in the bay area andy ruther my 30 sports co-host and hater of all things healthy will be joining me on um, I'm doing so, I'm so do come I come just, and make him have a fucking you know a, a mudslide or something <laughs> so that fucking fat people drink I don't know I'll tell you what I've I've, I've decided right then and there just chocolate milkshakes for the rest of my life <laughs> I love chocolate milkshakes what I'm gonna do in San you don't Fran have them for fucking breakfast do you what I'm gonna do in San Francisco is I'm doing nothing but white claw jokes for every set on stage I'm gonna fucking own that shit yeah. Fuck it. I'm just going to start drinking again. I've decided right now. I'm going to start drinking again. I'm only going to drink fucking, you know, heavy beers, liquor with as much sugar and coke in it as possible. What was your beer of choice? You weren't really a big guy, but I feel like you have Bud Light written all over you. Well, I did go to school in St. Louis, so I was brainwashed by the Anheuser-Busch. I used to like, I like like Bud Heavy, but um, yeah, I definitely had a preference to Bud Light over Miller Light. Although it, Cincinnati's weird. My family's definitely mostly Miller. Good people. So, Walt's Miller. Walt's actually whatever's cheapest. Walt loves Yingling now. It's his. Yeah. That's a big that's a big beer uh, Lehigh. Yeah. All right, follow me on Twitter at Andy Ruther, Instagram at Andy Ruther and uh yeah, guys. I'm at Joe Prano on Instagram, at Fix Your Life on Twitter. I think I said this last episode, or maybe I said everybody, but at this point, everybody who has uh, requested a Joe Prano Takes a Stand card has had it signed, sealed, and sent with a stamp on it. So I would say by the end of this week, if you have asked for one on Venmo and you have not received it, please slide into my DMs and let me know. And they're still available um, if you're one of those people who... uh, didn't order one yet, but want wants one. Um, at Joe Prano on Venmo, hit me up. Uh, got special cards. Just put in what you want me to sign for, what you want me to sign on it, and your address. But you know, that's up to you guys if you want to do that. I'm just saying for the people who have ordered it, if you don't have it by the end of the week, then something went wrong. I want to do a quick comment from Benangi. I love this comment. He says, "I feel bad for the listeners who don't listen to the end of the show." 
because obviously I, we went down this 20-minute White Claw alcohol debacle. I don't feel bad for the record. Fuck them. Now that I'm on this fuck everything. What I do appreciate, though, is all you guys who do stay and listen through the calls and through me babbling on about how much I hate calories and counting calories and just just eat healthy. You don't got to count your calories is all I'm saying. Yeah, I saw a comment that said you declared war on calories. I didn't, yeah. I didn't <laughs> declare war on calories. Just I've never counted my calories. You know, you know, Joe brought up something great. Have you ever had a six pack? No. Well, there you go. It that, has nothing that, to do with calories. Mm-hmm. It's nothing to do with calories. You Doesn't you it? even said it the other day at the pool. You're like Ruther. Facebook sent me a memory. They love doing those fucking memories. Five years ago, he's like Ruther. You were fucking fat. You were fat. Yeah. And you know what, Joe? That was five years ago. I'm not like in the best shape, but I'm a lot skinnier and healthier. You know why? I just started eating healthier. That's great, but you do realize that there's a level past where you are, right? Like you're not your you're not your peak self. I feel. I am I like happy with my fitness? No, but am I? Could I be happier? For sure. Could I be less happy? For sure. There, I mean, and there's certainly body dysmorphia, but there are like people who are like, dude, if you counted your calories. And instead of just running, you also like did ab work with weights and did other things. That, I agree that don't make you happy. You would be in even better. But shape. I don't need to count my calories. What I need okay. to do is I've done one ab workout in a year and a half. I need to maybe actually do abs, do other things. I I, I will never. I'm not going to be a calorie counter. That's sorry. I don't like to say never for a lot of things, but I I, I don't even, so I don't even know how that works. Like how do, how do you even do that? Well, you know, just like anything else in your life, like the marathon or whatever, you could read a book about it. You oh. could find it. Now, I don't do that. The thought of cooking a fuckboy scramble and trying to figure out the calories. I don't do that. But like this is this is a great example of how I worry about my calorie intake. The other day, uh, Twerks offered me a White Claw and I looked at it and it says it clear on the back, 100 calories. I'm like, that's not a lot less calories than a Miller Lite. Like, I'm not a big spiked seltzer guy. So this isn't really, like, doing me any good in terms of the health factor, you know? I'm going to stick with the beer. But, you know, if you pick up two fucking ice cream cones in a store, you don't, like, how do you judge? What, you just go with a wrapper? You're just going straight marketing? You're not like, oh, this one's a little bit healthier. I just know that there's some pizza in the fridge. From Abbott's Pizza, and it's calling on everybody's name. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Guys, that's the show. Follow Aaron at DS Interns. Yeet. Red Claw. <laughs> Did he just say yeet? Yeet. You didn't have sex in my apartment. Are you sure? Not yet. Lisa, I don't know. I got to confirm with my sources. I like how he doesn't know. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Generally, honestly, no idea. I have to... I have to Ask the girlfriend when I get home. See what she says. Okay. All right, guys. That's the show. Thanks for sticking around, Dirtballs, who did. And uh, those of you who didn't, well, you missed uh, the best discussion in the history of podcasting. All right, guys. We'll be back in a couple days. Have a great week. And most importantly, don't count your calories and stay dirty. <laughs>